We'll all hold hands for a ginger Christmas. A ginger Christmas for you and me. Ginger children playing under the Christmas tree. So that one day all the gingers will run free. Gingers like me. And now we'd look into the ginger household to see another ginger Christmas with Steve and Scott. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Steve. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. You ready to get some presents opened? Uh, dude, I've been waiting all year for this day. I've been trying to be so good. I wanted to make them... <laughs> that did I not to ma- happen. What do you mean? What? Well, I in, live with you. In You're some, not good. But in some like Blood Bowl tournaments, I've, I've been trying to act better. Uh, okay, so you're trying to get presents from Nuffle Claws? <laughs> Did it work? It looks like there's a lot of stuff here. There sure is. Ooh, look at that one over there. You want to open it? Uh, is it who's it labeled to? Me or you? Or does it matter? Yeah, pretty much all of these are labeled to both of us. Ooh, it's a boat down Christmas. It sure is. You mean open this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. Hey there, both down. This is Zara, the Slayer, and I'm wishing you a very happy holiday season and a wonderful new year. If you spent it with me, I'd make you sore. You know what I mean. I'd smack your ass around in the blood bowl. Oh, but smacking does sound nice. Whoa. How about that? A little saucy Zara, the Slayer. I think this one is labeled to me. Um, No, I don't remember the tag. That's both. Is this going to be a little uh, both down, take down, or... I don't know. It's way too early to get into that. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, why don't you open I'm that? I'm going to open this one. I'm going to be a little bit more gentler. Okay. Golly, you I open presents like a girl. You can keep the wrapping paper and use it again. Oh, my God. You're like an old man. Well, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> my name is Hubris Rakoff, dark elf star player. I'm extending a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of the both town listeners. Believe me. The pleasure was all yours. Right on, indeed. Okay, that one you can have. No, no, I no, think no. that one's yours. I'll no, take, I'll yours. take the ass no. smack and Zara. It, it's, it's perfectly fair. You know, she'll probably stab you or something. Uh, you know, she's hot enough. Yep for it. I'm, I, I'm down. Okay. I'm both down. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what well, else we got here? God, we should probably get some breakfast, but. Let's just do one more. Come on. One more. Breakfast. You don't eat breakfast until we're like through the stocking. Dude, you've got to have French toast. French toast for breakfast is the way to go. We're going to stop opening presents for breakfast. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to open this one real quick. Okay. Hey, both downers from Three Die Block. This is Chance. And this is Drew wishing you a Merry Slaneshmas. And a Happy Hemanica. And a terrific Tronza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess this is like the pair of socks I didn't know if I needed or not. <laughs> yeah, but you're glad you have them. I know. I got my own Chance and Drew. Yeah. I'll take the Drew. I'm pretty sure they're on no, the No, no, no. I'll take the Chance. He has the He-Man collection. Plus, you might get $10 from second place in a beauty contest. What? Chance card. Oh, Monopoly. a Chance card. See? Got it. Yeah, they're on their way back from a toy show, I believe. Oh. So, just put them back in. Let them finish that up. Oh, that's what... Hence that's the what Tron kind of- and... Ah, gotcha. All right. Well, if we have to eat breakfast, let's go eat breakfast so I can open some more presents. We can open a big one next. 
Ooh. Yay. Hey, everybody. It's Steve and Scott here. We're actually going to interrupt the Christmas episode for just one moment. Yeah, I'd like to talk about woodwormgaming.com. Wormwoodgaming.com. Wormwoodgaming.com. With W-Y-R-M. Oh. Woodgaming.com. Absolutely. The, the cool, like, Middle Earth spelling of Wormwood. Or biblical. Or biblical. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these guys offer dice towers. They have some amazing dice towers. And dice trays, too. And pretty much anything made out of wood. Right. And I mean, you've seen their stuff. Right. So if you want something custom built, these guys can do it mm-hmm. at a high quality. They have some amazing quality stuff. Right. And but, if you mention Blood Bowl. We actually... Got them to provide us with a code called Blood Bowl, right? Word, and if anyone uses that, they'll get free shipping if they're in the U.S. or they get ten percent off of any international order. That's a pretty good deal just for mentioning one simple word. Plus, it helps us out. That's right. In the long run, of course, it helps the community. So, absolutely. If, if you're looking to get a, some custom dice towers or dice trays, you need to go to WormwoodGaming.com. And you can definitely be the envy of anybody else you play with. They have the coolest, like, collapsible. Um, oh, I've seen that, yes. The one with the rare earth metal. Yes. The dice tower. Yes, I need a billion dollars so I can get my <laughs> own custom tower to, <sighs> to be, like, at the end of my Blood Bowl stadium. I know. <laughs> I just want one to, like, carry around with me to stadiums or to tournaments. And, and brag. And just be like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This. Oh, yeah. I got this at wormwindgaming.com. Do the Transformers sound. Yeah, everybody has a terrible joke. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> As Scott said, wormwordgaming.com. We want to thank them for sponsoring us this episode. And use the code Blood Bowl for either free shipping or $10 off an international order. Get on the net and check them out. Well, Steve, you ready to open some more presents for some Christmas cheer? Sure. Do I get to open the big one? No, you can't open the big one. Why don't Aww. you grab that one over there with the yellow and blue wrapping paper? Hmm, okay. What do you think's in it? You're shaking it. Shaking it? it. Yeah. (laughs) I can't shake it. It's too big. It's too big. You ready? You're going to open it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, go. Okay. All right, take the top off of it. Okay. What's in there, buddy? It's a Brian. Heidi Ho, both down. Hey, (laughs) Brian Mitchell. How's it going? How's it going, guys? Doing great. How are you? Oh, great. I was just uh, hiding in this box for, you know, several weeks. Thanks for finally <laughs> opening it up and letting me out. Well, I knew something was smelling, but... Yeah, yeah he pooped in the corner of his box, so Good it's things. okay. It's a big box, so there's plenty of room. We all like big boxes, right? Cannot lie. <laughs> I don't believe any other brother can deny. So, Brian, yes, you're here with us on this Christmas episode of Both Down. How's life been treating you, buddy? Oh, not too bad. Just trying to do my part to spread cheer around the Blood Bowl world. Do you do you have your elf hat on? My what? Your elf hat on. No, I don't have my elf hat on. <laughs> do you have like a snowflake underwear on or anything like that? Uh, not right now. I don't have any underwear on. I don't hope that's okay. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. That's how uh, Sigmund Lamar records his Siggy Lama show episodes. <laughs> Baby Christ came in wearing no clothes. We can record wearing no clothes. That's well. right. We just have uh, swaddling clothes. This is what me and Steve are wearing. Well, actually, I'm wearing a belt of mistletoe. So. Oh. 
Yeah. Hope I don't wind up underneath that. <laughs> Anyways. So, Brian, you have recently played a Blood Bowl League. I have. It's, uh, it's uncommon for me. It's been a long time since I played in a league. And this was actually the first time since um, I was introduced to the game of Blood Bowl that I played in a league that I wasn't running. Really? Yeah, so that was a, another kind of new, almost, almost new uh, experience. Was it being run at a store, or was this a local league? Um, it was run at a store um, by some of the guys that had uh, come to Zlorpy Bowl for their first tournament and then decided to run a Blood Bowl league afterwards. Oh, that's cool. So how many, just curious, how many leagues did you run before? Um. Yeah. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few? Okay. Yeah, then I got tired of babysitting people, so I stopped <laughs> running them, and then suddenly there were no leagues locally, so I just played in tournaments. Awesome. And so you you didn't have to run anything at all? Just you got to play and show up or, or not show up or however it was? Yeah. Um, I tried to make it uh, – one of my goals was to not get involved in the leadership areas because I didn't want all that headache because <laughs> um, I'm kind of done with that for a while. Don't blame you. Um, so that was one of my goals. And then it was kind of interesting as it went, I didn't realize initially when I signed up for the league, how uh, novice most of the players were. Uh, so I, you know, went in playing Norse cause I just wanted to get some more experience cause they're my annual Super Bowl team now. Uh, last year was the first one. And then I'm playing to play them at that tournament every time. And I didn't do, I wasn't completely comfortable with them cause that was the only time I'd played with, um, you know, the old foreigners and all the new stuff on the Norse team. So I figured uh, this league would give me some extra games to do that. Um, but I went in and uh, quickly realized that um, everyone else there was a lot less experienced in Blood Bowl than I was. <laughs> so I ended up being uh, the guy giving out advice to everyone. Helping people coach their way to beat you? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, twice I think I did that. You could do this uh, on a two or better. Or you could go ahead and roll <laughs> two block dice, but I get to pick. It's your choice, though. <laughs> well, there was one week that... Um, because we had uh, a solid 10 people playing the entire time, but there was a couple of people that dropped out and people that filled those spots. So we always had 10, but it was, I think it was really like 14 over the course of that. Um, but I walked in one week, you know, waiting to play this Wood Elf coach. And someone was asking me for skill advice on building their team. And, you know, I pretty much scrapped everything he was thinking and told him to go a different direction. And then after that, I found out that I was playing him that week. <laughs> and I had just uh, built an awesome team for him to uh, compete against me, and we ended up tying. So what was the specifics of this league? Was it a challenge league, I guess? Is that no, what it, was a, it was show? a scheduled league, which I was really happy with because I know oh, that's wow. um, more challenging to actually pull off, yeah. especially uh, at a store. And it worked out really well. Um, I don't think... There was not a single forfeited game um, for anyone not showing up. I think there was only like one or two that had to be made up um, on a different night. That's really It good. wasn't like prearranged beforehand. That so. is awesome. Did you guys play once a week or every once every two weeks? or uh, Once a week. Nice. And how long did the season last? It was nine weeks of regular season and then um, playoffs after that. And the playoffs were – there was a wild card round, so I think it was uh, three weeks of playoffs. All right. Well, let's get into – I kind of want to know the fluff about your team besides Norse. Yeah, I have one question, though. Okay, you, sorry. Um, you said people dropped out of the league and then other people came in. How did that work with a scheduled league? Um, did they take over the team or did they just take no, over the spot? So there's, um, again, I was trying to stay out of making leadership decisions. Right. Um, the commissioner did a great job. Um, it's a job that I don't want anymore, obviously, as I talked about before. 
but there were some of the decisions that were made and some of the things that everyone was talking about that I felt like um, the Blood Bowl community online had already like hashed out and beaten to death oh, okay. 10 years ago. Yeah. And they were you know newer to the game, so they were just getting into all this stuff. But one of the things that they did, um, one of the house rules for the league was that your opponent chose your MVP at the end of the game, which... Yeah. I didn't like and created all kinds of problems, I think, and yeah. it's going to be changed going into next season. So they didn't want to do the random thing, but they – so you could actually just screw people over if you really wanted to. Yeah, but that never happened. It, but what it did is it, it was like whoever scored touchdowns was going to get your MVP. So you just had these bloated superstars, and you never got those starter player points spread around like you need them to. Yeah. Um, so I was intentionally building my team to be very balanced – and then didn't bring on a dedicated ball carrier until very late in the league and had this very awesome, nicely balanced team where uh, most of the other teams had like one or two players that had sucked up all their star player points. Hmm. I, I'm a, and I, I know this is obvious to any listener and even to you, I'm a fan of the MVP going to randomly just because to me, that feels like Blood Bowl because you can make an excuse anytime. Yeah. If they, the guy on the bench somehow never played. He got paid off. I mean, because there's corruption in Blood Bowl. So well, he was on the sideline entertaining the crowd the whole time. Right. Yeah. Or che- you know, cheering, getting the crowd behind him. Whatever it is. I mean, to me, you can justify almost anything. But I guess to uh, get back to the question, actually answer the question, um, they were allowed to make new teams and then just take over the remaining schedule, and they didn't have any credit for any wins or losses before that. Okay. Um, so they went in with a zero 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 record. Um, but they were gifted um, like random star player points up and down the roster for different people. Hmm. I don't really know how that was decided, and there was some discussion over whether that was fair, and, but I don't know. So that happened. Um, but six teams with the wild – you had two wild card teams and then four teams that actually made the playoffs. So of those two wild card teams, I think one of them was someone that jumped in late in the league, and, and he ended up actually winning the whole league. So. Wow. That's cool. So how did you do during the season? I did great during the regular season. Um, it was a nine-week or nine-game regular season, and I finished with uh, six wins and three ties. Hey, nice. So what was your team name? And what, I mean, do you have fluff behind it? I assume you do since you're the, the man behind the, the 40 Miners. Of course I do. Um, I, uh, my team name is the Windy City Werebears. Um, they're based on... The 85 Bears, in a different way, I wanted, they were my excuse to use all the old stupid bowl models that are given out every year and paint all those up. Um, so all those are based on the 85 Bears. So my team is also based on the 85 Bears, but I didn't want to take um, the Scare's name because I didn't feel like that was mine to take. It was either you know Johnny's or Mike's uh, who came up with the fluff for that. But my team has a bit of a different fluff and history behind it because they're Norse and not a human team. So the, uh, they're a Norse clan that worship bears, and they go on these journeys when they get to a certain point in life after they've gone up their achievements, and they go off into the woods to try and become actually a living form of a bear. So my Ulf Warners are actually um, like uh, bears. They're transformed from men to bears. And then my snow troll is a giant bear, and he's a Papa Bear Hallis. Nice. And the Ulf Warners are um, uh, Buckus and Gitka. Uh, so those three players don't 
didn't play on the 85 Bears and they kind of represent that they are the older people of the tribe that have actually achieved that and then come back. And then all the human-type players are all from the 85 Bears. That's a really cool way of doing it. I like that. Steve's a big Chicago Bear fan and yep. a Norse fan, so yep. this all fits. Absolutely. Is this uh, both that approved, Steve? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I already said that. I really liked the look of them and the idea behind it when I heard it the first time. So you had a lot of fluff for your team. How How is the league? Because that's the one thing I love about our league is that everybody participates in making stuff fluffy. We just don't have, you know, player number seven or... We did, in Go. fact, have the mysterious player number seven. Okay, though. he was one zombie. But <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a ghoul. Ah, uh, whatever. I'm okay. not going to argue with you. Okay. I think he was a zombie. But regardless, uh, we don't have players named like Watch Him Run or Feel His Wrath or anything like that. So how was your league? Um, well, this, again, because it was my first time not being in a leadership position where I could uh, bully people into uh, doing things my way or uh, peer pressuring them into naming their players and teams appropriately. And um, is when I was running a league, uh, a lot of times when I'd play a game, I would kind of give the person I was playing a lot of shit about their team if it wasn't up to snuff and then punish them for it or attempt <laughs> to punish them for it by, uh, you know, doing fouls that weren't necessarily strategic fouls, but just killing him because I didn't like his name or because he was ugly or because he wasn't painted or something. So yeah. you were a bully. Yeah, absolutely. Blood when I was running bully. a league, I was a bully for the betterment of everyone's enjoyment. <laughs> Le- leagues and are so much better when every every player's named, everybody has a purpose. I mean, if you're going to get beat by somebody or beat somebody, it's nice to – I don't – to me, it's a fantasy role-playing game. So Yeah, so – um. Since I wasn't in that leadership position here, it, 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 uh, there were, I would say, uh, three teams, including mine, that actually had some thought put into like the background and actually having a story of the group. So not a very good ratio, in my opinion. Um, All and three those, teams with um, like so bef- on one of the other house rules for the league was that you got to nominate a team captain before the league started. Okay. And he got to start with uh, one normal skill, and he had a bounty on his head. So that combined with the MVP rules they were using that just created all these superstars, I would have expected there to be a lot of like memorable players that came out of this league. But like outside of my team, because I think whenever you're coaching your team, you could always say, well, well all these players are memorable, cause, or not all of them, but you know, these guys are all did all these incredible things, and you have your stories, but no one else remembers them. But if someone else can remember stories that happened about players, then I think they've actually taken on life of their own. And I would say uh, of all the other teams in the league, not including mine, there were probably three players that I would say reached that level, and I think that's not very good. Not if you have... 10 consistent teams you know yeah i mean i would i would say i mean and steve can correct me if i'm wrong we have what 16 teams in our our current league yeah and almost every team has like a memorable guy that you go like you gotta look out for this dude or you know watch out for this guy or that guy used to he won the most touchdowns one year or whatever you know yeah i mean i uh, what i would like to see is every team have at least one guy and then most teams have you know two or three that have some story or Everyone remembers them for something. They've achieved something or whatever. But it, it, if you don't, like, I know you guys have probably harped on this before, but, like, if the player doesn't have a name or identity or anything, when he does achieve something, it doesn't matter. Like, no one's going to remember it, and he just goes away. Yeah, absolutely. Because 
You know, a lot of the reason we remember our people is because, well, Scott and I tend to watch most of the matches because they're usually done here. Or also, you know, we put the postings of who's leading whatever category on the forum so everybody knows, like, who's leading in touchdowns or casualties. So we see those names time and time again. Right, and we have a guy in our league who also types up a newsletter before every week. So he'll talk about certain players, you know, watch out for this guy. He's beaten people up the last two games or, you know, something like that. So mm-hmm. I just think it adds to the the sports role-playing game once again. Yeah, but yeah. if it was like lead leader is player two, uh, okay. I don't know who or, that is. Or blitzer A, yeah. you know. Stuff like that. Yeah, on the note of a newsletter, it's actually something that uh, trying to stay away from actually becoming, again, in a leadership role, but wanting to try to encourage the growth of fluff in the league. Um, I was looking at possibly volunteering to do like a newsletter because they're using the OBBLM uh, site for the league, which is awesome. I really like it a lot because I'm a stat geek and I love like going through all those different things. Um, but one of the things on there is you can put up like team news blast for your team. And I did that for my team. Like, you know, when my kicker learned this kick skill finally, <laughs> and then like when I went to hire my, when I went to hire Salter Payton and he would eventually become one of the superstars in the league. I like had a team news blast. And then like after I put that up there, cause it goes into like a feed where the whole league can see it, um, where there's like, there's a sidebar and it reports on when game, when matches happen and the results and the little, blurb about the game that people can type in there uh, which everyone is doing that which i appreciated they don't just like putting the scores in and they're not giving you any kind of description of what happened but after i did a couple of those news blasts then the commissioner started doing them from like a radio station type feel and it was really cool but like he mentioned it in one of the league nights and like no one else was reading them or caring about all that effort that was going into it and it was just sad. that's the hard part i mean we put a lot of effort into the stuff to do, and if you don't know if anyone listens who cares, then you kind of stop. Yeah. Oh, and one of the things also that, like, I consider this the absolute bare minimum um, is having a team logo. Yeah. And it's very easy on this site just to upload whatever picture you grab off the internet of, you know, a donkey dick or whatever the hell you're going to use for your team logo. <laughs> and there were three different teams that just throughout – by the end of the season, had never bothered to upload an image. So when they print off their roster, it's just a giant question mark where their logo is. That just makes no the sense. The commissioner should upload a donkey dick. <laughs> if yeah, I was but, the commissioner, that's what your logo would be. But realistically, those type of players, they don't care. Yeah, it You could it put whatever picture there, right. and they're just like, whatever. That's not me. Yeah, that, that's the most frustrating thing. When you try to punish someone by putting a picture like that, and then they laugh about it, think it's funny, and then it becomes their logo. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. They're like, no, I was joking. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to be the asscocks. <laughs> no donkey dick, get it as cocks. Yeah, I know it's that stuff drives me nuts. But so, I if you only had three teams that had player names, and you know, I I assume team names. Everyone, everyone had um, some kind of play. Um, the three team uh, just memorable players. Oh, okay, there I'm was, sorry. A lot of teams had like player names and had their own themes for them that you know wouldn't be both down approved, but were approved for those people. Right. Well, I'm, as much as I harp on everything being both down approved, I still think that's the right way. But if people still at least put effort into their team, maybe they'll care more. And, yeah. And, stuff like that. and to me, man, there's so many name generators out there that if you can't think of names, it's really easy to go find a, a pirate name generator or whatever name generator. Again, it's not about not 
thinking about it. It's just not caring. And yeah, I mean, you've got to the... find a way to get past that with those people. Is dude, this isn't just a game. This isn't just pieces you're playing. That's your team. You're, you're right. Pieces, well, they're players. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> right. Oh, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. Uh, along the lines, a lot of it is effort based, and the more effort that everybody puts into it, the more fun of an environment it is. And something I don't think you guys talk about um, as much as the fluff is um, painting and like having your team like painted and modeled and ready to go. That is such a huge factor for me because like when I started this league, one of my things was uh, like, all right, I'm going to take pictures of all my games. I'm going to tweet about them. But like after the first yeah. week or so, I was like, I'm tired of taking pictures of my team playing. Um, bare plastic. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no point in me taking a picture of this game. It's my team versus the silver guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lizard team I played that I don't. Not to it, bash the guy, but he deserved it at this point because over the course of a season, I expect you to have made some progress, and he didn't. So, uh, but his lizards were um, Warhammer models with next to no conversion done. So. Uh, all the sources that had the molded in arm that's holding a staff were still holding a giant staff or a giant whatever weapon. And, and the other arm that you have to glue on, he never glued on. So they were all one armed sources. <laughs> it drove me crazy, like playing this game with him. Speaking of unpainted teams, uh, when back in the day in second edition, me and my buddies played our, our league with just the two plastic teams. And when I sold that to Steve and our buddies who played HeroClix, it was, guys, you don't have to buy any miniatures. Just use your imagination. I got everything you need. We got so far into it. I don't know of anybody that just has regular guys. Everybody has a painted team. Oh, yeah. And it's it's really funny how, I guess, how blessed we are that we have so many people that do care about their teams. Right. And but, nowadays, people won't even, you know, like, well, I want to play this team, but I have to wait till I get it painted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's like a conversation in our league, which is really cool. Yeah, and I'm not, like, a Nazi about it or anything. I, I don't expect everyone to show up the first day with just awesome-looking team, but I want to see some progress that you're putting effort into it over the course of the season. Like, if you get to the end of the season, your team looks the same as it did the first day, and it isn't done at all. You haven't primed your models. Well, sure. It just shows me that you haven't put any time at all into it, so... I yeah. expect something. It's just one of those things where some of us really care and get into the role-playing side yeah. of the the game. I mean, it's just how it is. Well, and it hurts, too, um, if you're one of those people that haven't picked the team logo or haven't painted your team, and I'm on the other side, and I'm trying to do some role-playing, create some fluff about it. Like, I can't – I don't know what your team colors are. I can't say anything about your team or do anything because your team doesn't have an identity yet. <laughs> and it's yes, just they're going for a touchdown and just chant go bob bob <laughs> bob, <laughs> well, bob but that's so true because i remember early on when we started the podcast and every time we went to a tournament i keep all the rosters of people who i either beat or or lose against and early on i i got really mad because you know like i wanted to tell this story about this great play that somebody else did and then it killed it for me because i look at the roster and his name's player three yeah. You know, it's like, well, I'm not going to tell a story about how this guy dodged through everything and kicked my butt because it's it's meaningless. You know, it's a And it's interesting to me, you know, we've said it before, but I mean, characters have history to them. You know, there's people on my team that I refuse to use because I know they're going to suck. <laughs> it's like I know you. Every game you do the same thing, I'm not going to use you. And then I have to use him, and he fails and hurts himself. I'm like, damn it. 
if you don't have them named, then you don't you don't see the patterns. So extreme. Do you see this league? I guess continuing and coming back, and I mean, is the hopes for it that it comes back and more and more people start playing, and then in time, you know, you're always going to have probably some people that care more than others, but you hope, hopefully, weed out the ones who just think it's a so-so game and get the ones who really, you know, create the teams and create all their players and stuff like that. Or do you know where is it in limbo? Or no, it, I mean, they took a break um, for the holidays, which was a good choice um but they already have a startup date in january 8th the league's gonna start back up um and a lot of the guys are the excitement's still there everyone's talking about um the new teams they're gonna bring in which i like to see people bringing new teams but at the same time going back to the whole painting and modeling thing it's a little frustrating that you never completed one team and now you're <laughs> starting another team that's not going to be completed um but it's very cool to see the excitement, and there's some new players coming in, and this is actually going to be separated into uh, two divisions um, in the next season. So there will be a scheduled division and then an open division. So it kind of caters to everyone. Um, I think that's going to bring some more people in. Uh, it was one of the really um, promising things I thought with the first season is that when people dropped out, we were very easily able to fill those spots because there were people that were just hanging around and seeing us play the game and were interested. But as far as um, getting the people that are, I don't know, dedicated Blood Bowl players, like play Blood Bowl before other games and stuff, um, probably not. There's probably two or – well, there's probably three of us in the league that I would say care that much about Blood Bowl that it would be one of our primary games. Everyone else in the league is kind of um, playing several different game systems, and it's just one of the many games that they're playing. Right. Well, I mean, the hope is the league keeps going, and through your example, other people are encouraged by you know the fluff or the story or you know the role playing aspect of it, and I don't know, maybe improve on their teams. Yeah, I'm trying to lead by example without you know being the guy in charge. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so next season, you're going to take a microphone with you every time. And whenever someone like questions you or says you do something wrong, you're just going to hit him with the microphone and go, I do a podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should say. No, you don't know so who I am. I mentioned that uh, I didn't realize how novice a lot of the players were. Um, the first week that I was there, because I had only known a couple of the guys that were in the league, most of the people were very new to me. And one of the guys I had known brought in his friend who was going to play in the league and was playing Dwarves. And like gestured over to him, he's like, "Oh, there's a guy you need to talk to about starting your dwarf team." And I kind of blew it off. I was like, "Oh, I don't really know that much about dwarves." <laughs> uh, like joking around with him, and then uh, it was probably like two weeks later. I saw him playing a game, and I looked at his roster, and I had to apologize to him. I was like, "I am so sorry that I didn't come over and talk to you." Like, <laughs> I didn't realize how bad off the advice you were going to get was. <laughs> uh, his starting roster was 13 blockers. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just like, I'm really sorry. I hope you stick with the game because the season's going to be miserable for you. Uh, if you were to discuss dwarves of the future, I'll be happy to sit down and discuss them with you. This was my bad. I apologize. It, it, <laughs> is the league going to stay in a format where you can just carry over your team and keep skills, or is it going to reset every year? Um, it's going to allow you to carry over teams. I think there's only two teams that are going to be carried over, and everyone else is going to be starting new teams. Nice. That that you never said how you finished up, did you? Uh, yeah, I didn't. You're right. Did you want to? Were you, <laughs> were you kind of glossing over um, that? Did, did you believe? <laughs> like, I had a great season. I went nine and three dies. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the end. That's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, How's the so playoffs? I went into the playoffs as the number one seed and uh, promptly lost the first playoff game. Ooh. Oh my god! It went to overtime, and I lost in turn six of overtime. Ugh. I lost the coin toss in overtime. Well, sometimes that happens, man. That's Blood Bowl, man. Yeah, so that kind of almost made me want to bring the team back for another season, but <laughs> I have other races I want to play, too, to kind of get some time in since uh, the minors take up all my tournaments. Now I have to get my other races played in somewhere. So what's a preview? What's the next team that's going to be in this? What's the league called? Is it like Indianapolis Extreme League? <laughs> the IXL? No, it's the SFUC, the Six Feet Under Conference. Okay. So it's kind of a undead-themed thing, graveyard stuff. Okay. So who are you bringing next season? Uh, vampires. Oh, I saw your painted vampire team. Yeah, the, I the painted, painted those up um, as the season was wrapping up to be played in the following season. Um, and I've been playing some practice games online, and... I suck with vampires, so. Ah, nice pun. Yeah, that's, that's the theme <laughs> with vampires. <laughs> so how many vampires are you going to take on your starting roster? Uh, I'm going to take four on my starting roster, and I'm probably going to stop buying them at four. Okay, smart. Yeah, definitely smart. Only play three for a while <laughs> is my <laughs> advice to you on that, but what do I know? I've only played them in one tournament where I got second. And, <laughs> and what did you use for figures? <laughs> no, this will make people like in Europe just shit themselves. <laughs> I use those little wrestling squinkies. It was horrible. It was not horrible. <laughs> my, my my models were actually, my players were clearly marked, though. Because I actually used it as a way to, I can't believe we're talking about this, but to work on doing bases. And my bases were clearly color-coded. Yeah. With vampires, it's really easy. Red for vampires, green for the other guys. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And squinkies on top. Wrestling squinkies. Uh, red and green probably weren't uh, a great color choice. Uh, probably not. But There's some uh, colorblind people like myself. That... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder I did so well. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same color. He said they're different. I didn't want to disagree with him. <laughs> so any like memorable deaths or anything in this league? Or um, was there none because people were named crappy things like dog leg? No, so the league had like a bounty system, so you could put bounties on players, uh, which I thought was really cool and thought that was going to help um, promote that and the team captains and stuff. I expected to kind of promote some fluffy, like create, um, I don't know, some superstars and some memorable players. Uh, so once I got to the point, I got very lucky through the early part of the season and didn't suffer any big injuries or any deaths. So I had plenty of money to spare, and I just started throwing bounties on, like, everybody that was on the leaderboards. <laughs> Any player that I recognized, I would put some money on them, just trying to create some story. And there was um, – the league commissioner uh, had a very awesome team. His He had a Camry team that was all fluffed up and very cool and fully painted, and he had a custom stadium, too, that he would bring. Uh, and one of his – he had, like, a star thrower that was one of the big stars of the league. Um and I put, like, he had so many bounties on him, it was ridiculous. But no one was really going after the bounties or, like, participating in going after it as much. And, like, when you would put a bounty on people, it was kind of question as to why you were doing that. And I'm just trying to have fun. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything else to spend the money on. <laughs> so, um, memorable deaths. On my part, there weren't. Uh, my 
Papa Bear, my snow troll, who's not a snow troll. It's the one thing with this team that I really don't like discussing. I have to call him a snow troll so that people know what I'm talking about, but he's not a troll. He's a bear. But uh, (laughs) he would get casualty multiple times in almost every single game. Jeez. He spent more time in the casualty box than on the field. But then late in the season, finally the claws, Mighty Blow stuff finally started working, and he ended up uh, racking up quite a few casualties in just a few games. So he didn't wasn't a kill, but is memorable for being casualtyed a lot. Um, well, he's an old man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's tough. He led well from the dugout. The team did very uh, good with his uh, leadership from the sideline there. Uh, but the dwarf team that I'd mentioned before. Um, very late in the season, they were finally able to afford a Troll Slayer. <laughs> and in the Troll Slayer's first drive, I think it was like the second turn he ever played, he ended up dying. <laughs> and we like, like every- blockers on this team. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, man, that sucks. Uh, uh, went over and looked at his name, and his name was Generic Troll Slayer. Oh, th- that's and brilliant. Wow. So it was just like, yeah, okay. He died. Cool. <laughs> <I> walked away. <laughs> you deserve it. Uh, but, yeah, so none of the, like, there was another uh, Underworld Goblin that was one of the big players, and he ended up dying in the his final playoff game. <laughs> so that was, I guess that would have been a memorable death, but because we didn't really get to celebrate it after that, because the season ended for him, it wasn't as big of a deal. Well, did your team lose any memorable players? No, I didn't. Um, I suffered a death in my last playoff game, but, it, I mean, it was one of my minor players, so it wasn't a, that big of a deal, really. So does any of your players listen to the podcasts, any of them? Or do they do it now that you've um, been playing with them? I know a couple of them listen to Zlurpcast. I don't know if they listen to these other smaller podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> right, the smaller ones, right? The ones who put out stuff monthly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> almost monthly. Yeah. You with your structure and <laughs> our semi-structure. Well, okay, since they don't listen, if you can tell your commissioner this, if you don't want to get hands-on, I don't mind helping. So if those players don't have like real names for their players, the coaches don't have real names for their players. You just have him send me the rosters, and I will. I'll generate some names for them. <laughs> But when I was uh, commissioner of a league, I had some rules in play where uh, if a player didn't have a name, he couldn't use a team re-roll. I like that. Oh, my gosh. I love that. He's not part of the team. Yeah, because no one knows who he is, so (laughs) he can't. He's not going to listen to the coach. Yeah. Hey, you, you, hey, hey, Uh, never mind. Our our guys are pretty good about as soon as they hire somebody, they they name a player. Mm Because they know if they don't that I will usually go look up, like, uh, gay porn actors, and I'll put the the names in there. He says, "Look up." He just means recall them, <laughs> the ones I know, right? Pick his favorites. See, I did something this year which I've never done before, because you know, you generally when you're making the team, you can come up with a ton of names, and it's very easy. <laughs> what I did is I decided I'm going to make up those names, and then I'm just going to put them on the roster, and anything that I haven't paid for, I put in very light gray, so it's there, but you can't see it. Unless I buy it, and then you just have to change color. That way, I don't have to worry about, you know, finish a game, go look up how I made the other names, go find whatever. I just have it all done at once. We could have just yeah. had a list somewhere else, but yeah. Could have had a list somewhere else, but that was easier. 
I got gotcha. you. Uh, I do a similar thing. Like when I'm painting teams and I paint like a full league style team, I'll have names for all the models as I paint them. Then I run into trouble when uh, one of those guys dies. I'm like, fuck, well, that, now that name's gone. I have to <laughs> come up with something new and I have trouble moving on and giving him a new identity after that. Especially when you get attached to players in, in league format. It is really tough to be like, I can't believe that guy's dead. And then, I don't know, I look at tournaments as a way to kind of resurrect that guy. Because I always think of tournaments as the best of that team. Yeah. Because we play so much league play in very little tournaments. Where you probably look at the, probably maybe the opposite since the minors are a league. Or not a league, but a, a running tournament, a running tournament team. team, right. Yeah, the minors are kind of um, a unique case. Really, um, all the the story and stuff that carries over from one tournament to another, the only reason I really started doing that was because I wasn't playing in leagues, so I wasn't getting that constant story that was connecting one game to the next. So I kind of made it up on my own. And No, I, I think it's brilliant. I think you do a good job with that, even though I don't like Golden Toe Joe. <laughs> or Bo Shinbreaker. Man, Golden Toe Joe is an amazing player. You should really... Uh, <laughs> Check out some of his highlight films. Uh-huh. Don't look at any, any of his current stuff. Go check the highlights. <laughs> he used to be good. All right. Do we have anything else for Mr. Extreme here? Is this a good present for you, Steve? You like this present? Sure. Yeah. It's always nice to catch up. But since we have him here, might as well give you a present, too. Hold a second. What you getting there? Scott doesn't know about this. Oh. Here you go. Is this really we're doing this live? Yeah, it's an actual present. I can open it now? Yeah. Can I guess what it is? No, because you can probably guess. But Okay. I don't know. You're kind of dumb sometimes. But I'm going to guess that it's... <laughs> I'm not going to say it right I'll say. You. Here, I'm going to write it down, though. Right here. I'm gonna put... It's a butt plug. Oh, yeah. That would definitely not be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Boom! I was wrong, and it's really awesome. This is a Zug model. The unreleased Zug model. Unreleased Zug, and it's well-painted, and it has even, like, Zug written on its base. Dude, thank you very much. You're welcome. So why are we doing this on this segment with Extreme? Did he paint this? Yeah. Did you paint this? I did paint that. (laughs) That's why I figured I'd do it now. Golly, now I had to buy Steve something for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I did it early, to force him into doing it. So are these little spikes actually tipped in silver, or are these chips? Uh, <laughs> they better not be chips. No, they're, they're, they're tipped in silver. No, I, I, I understand that, but I'm so used to my models when I paint that sometimes they get chipped. When I see like really good painters do the little tips, I'm mm-hmm. always like, this model's, no, it's not chipped. And then like constantly it's bugging me. <laughs> because, no, that's the real, my Norse team. I uh, painted like battle damage and like uh, little chipped marks on them so then when they actually get chipped i don't mind as much until they get chipped like on their skin or something <laughs> like, like damn it <laughs> i did that with my ginger badgers my orc mm-hmm. team i or the oklahoma badgers um i did that with them on on the on the black orc blockers i kind of like scuffed up their armor and of course they're plastic so they're really never going to get chipped but it doesn't bother me now if one of the other models gets chipped because it all looks the same <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's proactive you know what, though? A good team that's been slightly used and chipped kind of has a good feel to it in some ways. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I like uh, People will mention that sometimes when I'm using the miners. like, oh, these guys are like chipped up and rubbing off already. I was like, yeah, it's character. 
Well, I mean, it's, it's like a... They've, uh, they've been through a lot of shit on the pitch. Right. I mean, I remember playing football. If you got some good licks in on somebody, you know, you had marks on your helmet and mm-hmm. stuff, and that was pretty awesome. So, well, Steve, thank you very much. You're welcome. Extreme, thank you for painting this up. Yeah. That is a him. surprise. See, I thought... What did you think it was? I thought it was the rat ogre. Oh, no. See, I'm keeping that. <laughs> so let's tell this story really quick. So Steve has always lived kind of in the shadow of his brother. <laughs> Anytime that Steve would like something, his brother, who was a little bit older... Four years older. Would always do it bigger and better. He already did it. Like, or, or already did He it. went through hobbies so fast. So I ne- could never have, like, an identity, really. So many years ago, Steve was getting into pinball machines. And his brother went crazy, and now he owns... Tons of pinball machines. At least 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve was complaining about I that. I was so happy that. to have my one. And then he's like, I bought three. God damn it. I'm up to eight. God damn it. <laughs> uh, come play them. So Steve was bitching about this one night many, many years ago. Steve is now my older brother because <laughs> he didn't have any kids. So he is like, look what I found on eBay. And it's like, you have four of those teams already. Yeah. I got a fifth one. It was a good deal. <laughs> and the other night he got this rat ogre in. And he's like, what? Why would you want that? It's like, what? You wanted it? Of course I wanted it. It was the second edition rat ogre. And I threw a baby fit about it. And we just but he's laughed. not really a Blood Bowl model. It doesn't matter. He fits okay. that team. Yes, he does. <laughs> so he's the old Warhammer rat ogre from that era? Yeah, yeah. the one who's like, looks, he's looking forward. He's got his arms up. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I have with my second edition models. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I got a second edition Skaven team, so if I eventually get one of those. But I, I now live with the guy <laughs> who I can't get on eBay and say, like, look what I found, because he'll go buy it. Or he's <laughs> bought it already. I will say, if there was anything up for a good price, I might have just bought it now. Whether he needs it or not, will... he takes it. <laughs> no, I bought a, an undead team the other day for 30 bucks. I don't need a third undead team. But for 30 bucks, i I'm getting a third undead team. <laughs> well, thank you guys for painting this model and purchasing it. That's a really good present. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> And Extreme, you're a good present, too. We appreciate you coming on the podcast and just talking about your league and everything else. So, Yeah, well, thanks for allowing me to be part of your uh, podcast Christmas. All right. Well, uh, any closing words or any websites or anything you want to plug while you're on the show? Um, No, not really. Oh, good. Everyone knows about all my stuff, so. Yeah. Well, they might not because we probably have a little bit higher class listener than Zlurpcast. Yeah, probably. We're not all about the D's and B's. We're all yeah. about that base. I guess you go check out da40miners uh, dot com, or you can check out this really awesome website. It's uh, zlurpcast dot com. <laughs> they have X- some great content there. Xpainting dot com, or xpaintingservices dot com. Ah, okay. Really enjoyed the last. Or zlurpybowl dot com. Yeah, see, you got a whole bunch of them. We enjoyed the last uh, zlurpcast, by the way. Yeah, there was uh, some real Blood Bowl content in there. <laughs> I know, it was nice. No no Dread Bowl talk. We, we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. painting Dread Bowl models right now. It's the, the value of this conversation. Yeah, let, let's stop right there. <laughs> All right, well, you have a Merry Christmas, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family and everything else. All right, same to you guys. All right, talk to you bye-bye. Later. All right, bye. Oh, boy, let's open some more presents. Yeah, nah. What? Nah, we're done. Dude.
<laughs> you are a terrible Christmas person. Fine. It's so much fun. It is. You already got some things you wanted. I'm Come gonna, on, here. Open that one. I'm going to open this one. Oh, boy. The fucking both donors. We should have poked a couple of holes in the box. Hey, hey about time. You got me out of this thing. Jeez. It was hot in there. Well, I'm glad I'm here. By the way, I'm Johnny P., host of Slurpcast, host of Mantic North America podcast, and um, I'm now a present. I, I am a gift under the tree of the both donors, Steve and Scott. Uh, I'm excited to be a gift. I wanted to be into a, a, a gifted program as a kid. That didn't happen. So now the closest thing I got to it is becoming a gift under their tree. Uh, first and foremost, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all of the both down audience. Uh, they run some amazing tournaments, by the way. Oklahoma Bowl, Spiky Cup. We went last year. Extreme and I say we. He's okay with that. I speak for him. Uh, we had an amazing time. Uh, we stayed at the Bolt Downers house. That was great. Um, it was just an awesome time. So if you have the opportunity to go to one of their events, definitely go and do that and buy some of their merch. They got pencils. They got pins. They got penises. Everything that starts with P with their name on it, they got. All right. Well, um, I think it's time for me to go. Hopefully I don't have to go back in that box again. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, so uh, how'd you like your juggalo? Well, I get to keep him. <laughs> I can rub his head for good luck. You can. Yeah. I I would take him, but I would like to play house with him and put things in his drinks, and he might get mad. Is that playing house, or is that playing Bill Cosby? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> come here, let me give you some uh, Jello pudding pop, and uh, come here, Johnny P. That's, That's a terrible. That Bill is Cosby. an odd Bill Cosby. <laughs> It's like if he had a stroke. <laughs> come on, Johnny B. Give Jello pudding pops. Come here and come over here and lick my spoon. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you open up that one? <laughs> Can Looks I... like that came from a long ways over. All right. Yes. Let me get this one here. Hello from England to those nice ginger people at both down. A jolly well done to both of you for your tremendous support of the Blood Bowl scene, even though sometimes it is terribly difficult to understand you. Do try and enunciate properly. If you ever need tips, do try and listen to the NAFCAST. It's marvellous for long words and the Queen's English. Merry Christmas and cheerio! Aww, <laughs> a little Mike Davies. I have no idea what he said. Uh, blah, 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 British, blah, blah, bangers, The mash. Queen, soccer... Or football. 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 Premier yep. League. Barclays. Something like that. <laughs> Pint. Uh, all I ever hear is bangers and mash, bangers and mash. <laughs> bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, bangers and mash. That would probably, that would definitely be a porn title if I got to direct porn. <laughs> That's, that'd be great. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about that in this, uh, okay. in this family episode of hey. Both Down. Oh. All right. Well, what about that big one? No, we'll just... Hold off on that for a little bit. What about one more of these little ones? Oh, I want the big one. Oh, just you go ahead and open it then. Uh, how about this little one here? Hey, gingerbreads! This is the Donut Shop. I'm Chance, and this is Drew. Wishing you a merry breakfast and a happy New Year. Is that cheesy enough, enough for you? Good. Yeah, yeah, I think that was cheesy. All right. Oh, this is still on. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Donut Shop guys. <sighs> I'll take a chocolate one. A chocolate donut shop? Sure. Oh, okay. I want a cream-filled donut. 
I know that sounds really kind of weird. You know what? Let's just go have some more donuts. Oh, I want some. What about the? Can I get the big present a little bit? Yeah, we'll do that right after we get some donuts. Okay. Okay, and now the second big box of the evening. Don't you? What's in this, dude? That's the point of opening the box. Go. Yeah. Is that Legos? Don't don't break it. It's fragile. Oh come on! If I shake it really hard, will I break what's inside? No, but it might spill something. Might spill something. Oh, did you give me like? Uh, Just open so- it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just come barging in any place you feel like it? Hey, what's going on? Let me get this little big guy out of here. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's Jeffro. Otherwise known as Mr. Gallenbach. Jeff Gallenbach. You and your your meat hooks. (laughs) Well, were my hands cold? Yeah. (laughs) What? What? Where's your pants? Suspected. Where's your pants? Well, don't bother me with these frivolous questions. It is before Christmas, so he wasn't exactly ready. Exactly. You know, you don't. I, I, you don't know how long I've been in there. It's it's been a while. You don't just mail yourself and <laughs> and expect to get opened at, at, at any particular time. You you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants even if you're not wearing them that was a very confused ups driver that day I tell you <laughs> so we have jeff gallon back on and he is the i guess you would say player coach commissioner of the nbfl which is a league on fumble which is what national blood bowl it's the national bloody football league which is kind of what uh, the Blood Bowl version of the NFL, right? And the league I talk about every now and then, and I complain about fumble dice and <laughs> or whatever because it's never me that's losing; it's the dice's fault. <laughs> and you never ever get three blitzes in a row in real life. <laughs> that's right. And you, and you never roll five ones in a row like I did last night against my buddy playing. Jeez. So the the season is. In the playoffs, is that cr- still right? Yes, it is. And um, why don't you tell what? us about it? Because you've been in the um, league for a while, right? Or have you have you been around from the beginning? Well, let me. Uh, the league itself started with a whole different group of people, and I think uh, Winged Human might have been in that first batch of people. And it started. It had a, a season or two. They didn't have. Um, I think they may have only had like a dozen or so coaches. Um, and so each coach had a couple different teams, but they still didn't cover every one of the franchises. They just decided to to do it, you know, mimic, mimic an NFL team. And they just left um, out the Rams because nobody cares about the Rams. Pretty, <laughs> or the Cardinals. Pretty much. Um <laughs> And so it started from there, but then it died off. And then one of the people that was in that originally decided to revamp it. And he had a great idea of, you know what, I'm, I want active coaches in a league because what's going to kill a league most is complacency and people who are interested coming up against other people who are not and people who are running the league that are not 
interested in keeping it, it going or keeping it, it lively. That's what's going to kill it. And so he ran it with an iron fist. If you missed a game, you were allowed that one. If you missed playing another game, you were kicked out of the league. And he went through coaches, you know, because real life happens. And sometimes you just hear you're going to miss a game. Right. But he took zero excuses. And he ended up kicking some uh, people. Actually, uh, Nico, Nicodemus won um, after Nico had been in the league for five seasons. Now, Nico's a little tough to schedule against because he lives in Denmark. But uh, he's always been great. Like, you know, he'll stay up till two in the morning to schedule with somebody in North American time so that they can play in their evenings. Or he'll wake up at five in the morning so that somebody can play. He's he's woken up at five in the morning so that I could play him at 11 o'clock at night. So he's he's adhering to the requirement of basically central time, right? Well, actually, the requirement of the league is just to make an effort to play during somebody else's time. But see, oh, he okay. goes above and beyond it because he knew that vast majority of people played in North American times. But um, he came across Eisen when Eisen just had uh, – he woke up on the wrong side of the bed one day and just <laughs> booted Nico out of the league. And uh, Ryan Fitz, the, the current co-commissioner, and I were both like – uh, aghast we were like how how could you how could you kick out nico and ison was like he missed the game he's tough to schedule against and and he's out of here and so uh i think we went through another season or two and ison eventually got sick of fumble like <laughs> a good number of people do uh, i don't know if he got sick of blood bowl entirely he might have gotten sick of blood bowl entirely people do that too um and that's when he left the league to me and, and to Ryan. Ryan does the vast majority of the, the graphics, and I'm kind of uh, head recruiter and uh, person who supposedly kicks people out. I don't really kick people out anymore. I changed my stance a little bit, but I still remember the, the hard-nosed uh, bison of kicking people out. And so I don't kick people out if they miss games, but I will replace coaches uh, and replace them at a, a moment's notice if they start being difficult or if they just don't show up for games. My biggest thing is is if you're in a league, communicate with your opponents and try and find a time to play the game because that's really what we're all just trying to do. We're trying to have fun playing a game. I always find it surprising whenever I play in a league, and it's like, okay, everyone, it's week three, go. And then, like, there's two people who just sit back and are like, well, I was waiting for him to contact me. Well, I was waiting for him to contact me. Right. We thought we'd catch each other. Yeah. No. (laughs) Communicate. Just send an email. It's not hard. Exactly. So was the league from the very beginning because... One of my biggest complaints about a lot of things on Fumble, one, you have a lot of people who just play the game to play the game. So they don't really name their players or care about their players. They might care, but they don't 
they'll throw just any kind of name in there or, you know, all lowercase names or whatever it is. One of the appeals that sold me to try the league out when you contacted me uh, was the fluffing side of it. You you said, you know, like everybody's kind of based off an NFL team. You know, all these guys use real name, try to use real like player names or puns off of player names. Um, and then you even talked about, you know, like there's a draft with some college players and stuff like that. Um, Correct. Let me hear. I'll, I'll go into the my my general rules of of fluff for the league. Um, every one of the teams, and originally we didn't have one of every thirty two teams, um, and then we grew to you know some coaches having multiple teams. But when I took over, I had a goal. I want to get thirty two coaches because it was just kind of a little ugly when you had one coach that had a team in the NFC and one coach had a team in the AFC and then they'd both get to the playoffs and it just got a little wonky. People are like, what if they both get to the Super Bowl? Well, then we won't really have a Super Bowl or somebody else will happen. I was just like, let's avoid it all. And I'm going to try and find 32 solid coaches to play the entire season. Um, and one of my prerequisites was, uh, you know, some people with their leagues, they have, you know, house rules or changing uh, this or that or the other thing or a limitation to the to the number of races. And my original prerequisite was just that you get a franchise. It has to be pseudo based on that NFL team. And then the players have to be pseudo named off of any player that has ever played for that franchise. So I think we've had like three or four iterations of Terrell Owens <laughs> on Eagles, Cowboys, uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, San Francisco 49ers. So, and he's kind of appeared in, in different places everywhere. Brett Favre, when he you know played for the Jets for a year, he has a, an instance on one of the uh, New York Jets teams that had Brett Favre on there. Um, and you can change the player's name if you want to, um, or you can keep the, the player's name the same. Um, I was very fond when I had the Buffalo Billy Goats Gruff to keep all of the players' names exactly the same, but then I gave them each a picture of a wacky-looking goat. <laughs> so Terrell Owens, as a goat, looked like a black-and-white spotted goat with a yellow toupee on. It was com- <laughs> completely ridiculous. Um, he ended up uh, actually being one of, of the two legends that I that I had on the team, and, and Licker was very fond of uh, foul ripping him into the turf. When he finally did. Uh, proud moment for all of us. Um, so that's a little bit of the of the fluff for the league. Now, when we uh, finally got 32 coaches, and one of those coaches is an admin for Fumble, Crichton, we decided to try and <laughs> exploit our... Uh, our ability to change stats 
of some of the players because the admins, you know, like if you if you pick a stat and you pick it wrong or, you know, like, oh, I meant to choose block and I and I chose sure hands. Can you change it? You can send a, a message to one of the admins and eventually they'll get to the ticket and they'll change this. Well, having an admin in our league, Ryan had the idea to try and incorporate one of the aspects that we had from the NCBB, which is a college-based league, that every four seasons you had a player on the team couldn't play any more than four seasons. He would graduate. So if you had a player that actually lived (laughs) after four seasons, you would have to retire him regardless. And so all of these retired players... For some reason, Ryan kept track of all of them. And they went through probably three or four seasons a year. Wow. For, oh, shoot, probably since 2008. So is that that league still active? And that league is still active. And that league doesn't limit the number of teams that are in it. So a team can come in and play four seasons and graduate some players and then that coach might go bye-bye but the historical team will still have graduated a player and ryan keeps track of those players and they get thrown into the draft at some point um i don't know all of the details on the draft because that's not my gig Uh but he's got a lot of them and he's taken all of those players and now we are and put them into different categories depending on what race they were and what skill position they were. So you can take a, a blitzer from a human team and he can become a blitzer on a dark elf team or a blitzer on a dwarf team or a blitzer or a, um, a white on a, an undead team. He's got the different categories for the different types of players. So that there's a little bit of uh, cross pollination so would they um, keep the same skills, just transform into that race? Yes. Exactly. And if you're choosing, uh, like, let's say you have a Norse player who graduated, and because they already had block, they had chosen sure hands, and they got an AG+, plus, and then they also got, you know, tackle and whatever. Um, the only skills that transfer over are the ones that he earned. Hmm. So it can really, really be a boon to draft a player of the same race that you're running. Yeah. And some situations can actually be really, really interesting to draft and tack on to players that, you know, I have no idea why this player chose this, that, and the other thing, but it, uh, it, stats are huge, doubles are huge, or if there's a you know a player that would have normally not been able to take like a strength skill like mighty blow, mm-hmm. all of a sudden a dark elf blitzer that can you know he already has block, but this regular player got mighty blow and tackle and something, so the dark elf blitzer can draft that and it counts as a double and. Oh, He's nice. good to go. Yeah, I, I believe, so they do take that into consideration, right? I okay. think I've taken advantage, and I could be wrong because I don't remember what 
college team this these players came from. But the last couple of years when I drafted, I I, I think what I turned um, what was what were vampires into pestigors. Mm-hmm. I I could be wrong on that, but a lot oh, of them, yeah. a lot of them had like then, you know like block dodge sidestep, which seems like a vampire thing. Yeah. Which make great pestigors because then I get block dodge sidestep. Oh, and horns. Jeez. You know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great, great picks. So that um, with the institution of the draft, um, that has really, really served well to keep coaches coming back season after season. I, I've never, I haven't had a season yet where we had all 32 coaches come back. Um, but that's still my goal. My goal is to have like run an entire season where all 32 coaches play, nobody drops out and everybody comes back the following season. We know how hard um, that's going to be when you have players who played like 10,000 games. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know if everybody plays I always assume that anybody who plays fumble also plays tabletop. But the truth is, is probably they don't have a league locally or tournaments. So they might only play fumble quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Scott the other day was com- not complaining, but he was talking about someone who had, what, 12,000 matches? What was it 10? It, it oh. was, I think it was 12,000 matches because I and think then, I talked to Jeff about this. That's, that's Bill Brasky. Yeah. That's Big Daddy. And we did the math, yeah. and we're looking at the math, and I'm like, he would, ha- even giving him ten years, he would have had to average three games a day over yep. a ten years span. But you know what? Yep. That guy is always playing. Anytime I go to fumble, that guy's like in a game. <laughs> yep, he's got a regular time that he plays during the day, and he plays darn near every day. Um, he doesn't. He's not on all the time. And the other thing is, he plays quick. He plays in the black box, oh. and he knows his teams, and he plays fast. So, uh, you know, some games can take two hours. Not if you're playing Brasky. It'll it'll take you an hour and 15 minutes because his turns will be done. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we know if I he's, like, playing at work or if he doesn't have a job? Or <laughs> Steve's like, he has to be playing at work. Does he have, like, a night watchman job? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think uh, he's going to law school. Jeez. And he's got a sugar mama. Oh, that's nice. So good well, for him. And good for Bill Brasky. And he's 15 feet tall. <laughs> exactly. He's Bill Brasky. He, uh, he, uh, he and I were out and we were sitting in this thing. And, he, and I was like, hey, Brasky, we got to go to a bar. And he's like, nah, let's just stay right here. And we sat in the middle of a parking lot and they built a bar around us <laughs> around him. And then we sat there, we drank, we got drunk and he uh, left and then he burned the place down. That's Bill Brasky. Uh, says, always leave a place like you found it. <laughs> Bill Brasky. We have so many confused people listening right now. Yeah. No, no really though. There is a, I, I, every time I, I have my season, or it's, I play two seasons, and every time I'll be like, well, I play Wing Human, which, he, you know, John's in our local league. And uh, so, like, I know him and I know you. And then I'll go, like, I'll look up the other people and I'm like, Steve, this guy is ranked like blah, blah, blah. And he's played over 6,000 games. And then I'll go to the next guy. And it's like I'm playing the who's who's of the world 
because like one guy's in China, one guy's in this country. And I'm like, good gravy. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm down on myself because like I only won six games or only, you know, I thought I had a pretty good season this year, but Ryan, Ryan gave you a, a, a pretty good compliment actually, when he was talking about the draft earlier this week with me, um, because he's like, wow, Finley's, uh, getting a pretty crappy draft pick after only being in the league two seasons. That means he's doing okay. Well, I, I, you know, Blood Bowl's one of those games, and even though I'd rather throw dice and roll bad dice than have a computer generate bad dice for me, uh, it's one of those games when you win, you feel like you just you shouldn't have won. And when you lose, it's like, I, I don't know. It, Blood Bowl sometimes is so unsatisfying, yet I love the game. Yes. Yes. You you have to you have to get past the idea that um the odds are in your favor. It's the game paradox. They never are. And once you get past that and just start putting fun stories about it behind like, you know, like uh snakes. Whenever I roll snakes, I always pretend that snakes crawl out of the ground and trip my guy. And whenever I roll snakes on an armor roll, the snakes crawl out of the ground and they cushion his blow to the ground. So, <laughs> sorry for tripping you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, lately, uh, when I've gone to tournaments, real life tournaments, I think I've played better. And I don't know if it's maybe because I played a couple seasons in the league. And even though I bitched and moaned and cried because <laughs> I'm used to being a big fish in a small pond in our, our other league, maybe it did make me a bit better player. Okay, you don't understand. Scott, well, Scott has an undefeated season in our league right now, but he still whines and carries on like a baby. <laughs> of, I can't win. It's ridiculous. You're 3-0. and I can't win. You're 4-0 and now. Shut up. No, ah. that, that's not true. I'm 3-1 I'm and one now. I oh, got drilled, remember? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it serves it serves you good. Uh every every loss serves to resolve you uh to to getting better. Well, at some point, I, I will give the MBFL a little bit of that because it, in Nuffleween where I came out victorious and won our local tournament. Um you know, I felt like I played really solid and didn't, you know, I don't know, kept my cool and everything else. And maybe it's, like I said, but playing better coaches. I know I don't have good results against those really good coaches. We, but... ha- we have a number of fumble major winners in our ranks. I mean, heck, we had the fumble cup winner last year win our, our Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, he went AWOL this year, and I had to replace him. <laughs> which was a little weird. Uh, there was a little bit of me that was like, did he did was he did what did, he wanted? His, his losing streak started uh, or something like his. I look back in his last game. Uh, I don't even think he lost, but his team wasn't doing as well this year. Um, but still, he dropped off the face of fumble, and I was like, oh shit! I got to replace the guy who won the Super Bowl last year. Well, at least we won't have a, a repeat champion. <laughs> So, Jeff, what's some memorable, I don't know, fluffy players or memorable legends? Or I, I know I got to kill one of Ryan Fitz's legends. Oh, so, did uh, you kill Stony? I did. He's now oh, a Nerval Rotter. Stony was one of the oldest ones. <laughs> Stony was 
Uh, well, Ryan's team, the uh, Atlatl and Falchions, um, Lizardman team. Uh, yeah, Stony was. Let me see. I got it up here. <laughs> that team. Uh, 146 games. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but some of those might have been uh, builders, but probably not the vast majority because his his team is one of the oldest teams. But still, 314 star player points. That's insane. Didn't, didn't let up. He had two movement breaks and an armor break. And you can't the thing take just me kept down. going. That's I, I look back at some of the games that he had against me. He had five casualties against me in one game that he completely shut out the Carolina Black Panther Party. <laughs> and Stoney was, was the vast majority of the reason for it. I, 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 will, things. I will say this about the league uh, also. Um, you know, the most teams, Steve. I don't know if Steve knows this or not, but most teams are like two million or higher value because you okay. get to kind of kickstart your team yeah. to be up to par. But it seems like a lot of the older veteran type, you know, players on the field when they get hurt, people still keep them around. So it's really kind of, I don't know. It reminds me of like just the NFL. You yeah. see a guy get grizzled and become a veteran and stuff because he still has value. He might mm-hmm. not move as fast, but he still has value or you know whatever it is. So I think that's a nice if you want to say fantasy role-playing aspect of it and ryan Ryan and i actually have a lot of the same uh ideas about uh players and giving giving them the the right to die on the pitch they they should die on the pitch (laughs) like regardless of how many you know injuries and whatnot we're not in it for the for the min maxing aspect of it we're in it for the for the playing and having fun the fun and, and the fluff part of part of that fun and fluff is to watch one of your players get ripped on the field <laughs> and and see his life spill out before everyone I, uh, I, in there, so. I have a hard time cutting players even in our league um in the middle of a season i try to get to like the end like this guy's gonna retire at the end of the season or something like that because it's just hard for me to cut a guy like yeah like right before the playoffs or something like that. But, you know, that's Blood Bowl. Sometimes you have to, but I try not yeah. to as well. Some of, some of the most memorable uh, teams and, and players from the league. Um, man, I, I, I kind of we, – we've, we've had a good amount of turnover since we, uh, since we got 32 coaches – you know, I've had to replace, you know, you know, four or five coaches every season. Um, either people uh, are saying they're not coming back for you know, real life reasons. You know, I'm having a baby or I just got a new job. Um, or they, you know, flake out and you know, they, th- they think I'm a dickhead or something. And they say, hey, oh, I don't like the way the league's running. And then they leave. Um, but uh some of the most memorable games I remember are actually uh, my games against Ryan where uh, the Buffalo Billy Goats Gruff and when he was running his Miami team, the Miami uh, Dwarf Grins uh, Dwarf team, uh, he had a player, he had a runner that the first skill he gave this runner was dirty player. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I think, yeah, we're, let me see. Yep. First skill he gave him, dirty player. And in 64 games, Foul Warfield had 105 fouls. <laughs> and I swear half of them came against the Billy Goat's Gruff. 
<laughs> because he uh, and one of my players, uh, Kavika Mitchell, had this just heated rivalry. They would we would almost isolate those two players against one another, and when Kavika Mitchell would go and try and uh, Kavika Mitchell was a, a beast man um, back in the days of razor sharp claws and claw, and he'd go at foul, and if he'd knock him down, he'd cash him and get him out of there, and sometimes if he'd fail uh, and end up getting thrown on the ground, uh, foul would <laughs> lay in the boot, and yeah, I think foul uh, ended up breaking his neck once, but you can't retire a killer that gets an AG minus. Because it makes no sense. So you bring the AG minus back and you try and kill some more. Uh, that was a that was one of I, I would say that was probably the the biggest rivalry that I was part of. Other people probably had uh, their own, and uh, it was always it, it was it was the rivalries were always about uh, killing. Thanks. <laughs> Rather than winning games, the winning games were like the the, the sidebar of things. Was there any teams that like went undefeated and won it all, like the old Miami Dolphins of what was it seventy four two seventy two? Yeah, sorry, undefeated. I I doubt. I mean, I, I was yeah. just curious if there was like some legendary team that was like so unstoppable. There, I mean, there. I can't. I can't think of a of a of a team in particular that was undefeated. Uh, we've had a couple really, really, really good coaches. Um, uh, Azure is a fabulous coach, and actually the first uh, Super Bowl winner of the current NBFL. If you go to the page, um, he ran the Kansas City Vampire Lords. And that's what actually sold me on the league. Um, and I, th- I think he ended up winning the Super Bowl three times with three different teams. Wow. Um, he's he's just a he's, – he's one of the top-notch coaches on Fumble. So he's in the um, current league right now? He's not in the league. Okay. Uh, I think he, he left because he thought I was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing can uh, prove him wrong. And I – you know, opened the door and, and tried to slam it. And so it hit him on the ass when he on the way out. Uh, but I think we've, we've since kind of moved past that a little bit. Um, but no, I mean, I, I still, I've never, never disparaged his coaching. He's a top notch coach. And I always relished the fact that the, the few times, uh, that I was actually able to beat him. Um, I relish those, um, but one of his first uh, Super Bowl victories, he won with with vampires against a Soros team that was just destroying the league um, and taking no bones about it. And the Soros team was the Chicago Bears, um, blowing through and wasting teams, leaving teams in its wake, um, and made it to the Super Bowl. And I remember they were scheduled, and I was wanting to watch the the Super Bowl. I wanted to, to watch them play their game. And I'm there waiting uh, at the scheduled time. And the Chicago Bears coach never shows up. 
I'm like, wow, why, why isn't he here? He wasn't, he's not here. He's not here. And then they, uh, later on, we find out that he overslept. <laughs> he's overslept. We, they had the game scheduled for nine o'clock at night. Okay. And he lives in the United States. <sighs> but he overslept. And it wasn't the fact that he overslept as much as he didn't apologize about it. He was just like, hey, I overslept. Yeah, it happens. Yep. No sorry, no I'm apologizing. Let's you know, wow, I didn't I didn't plan on on taking a nap at seven o'clock at night and and sleeping past our time. Um, let's reschedule. My bad. No, none of that. Just, uh, just. Uh, guess we're gonna have to play tomorrow. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so Azure took offense to that and obliterated his team. <laughs> and it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch because that was in uh, LRB four days where if you could um, abuse dirty player. Uh, you could. That was actually one of the the big uh, issues that people had with LRB4 is that if you got the ref and you had enough dirty players on your team, you could just destroy somebody. (laughs) And I don't know if Asher actually got the ref as much as he just decided he was going to foul him and crap (laughs) out of him. And he did. And he laid waste to his team and dude ended up retiring like i don't know if i like the way this league is gonna go if that's the way that we're gonna play and so he retired his team and never played another game with that team and i was just like that's awesome (laughs) i gotta get dirty players on my team (laughs) you like to sleep so much you can sleep with the fishes I learned exactly. early. I learned early on in this league, it was a uh, shit talking. <laughs> I'm gonna foul you. I don't really have a reason. I just want some blood. Scott and was like, you better just get used to it. Scott was like, I don't know if these guys are being dicks or if this is just like play acting, but play acting as dicks. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's like I'm the new guy. They're not really being nice. They're going like right for me. Do I? I mean, is this just how it goes? Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, so Jeff, uh, new season is going to start soon. Is that correct? New season, no. New season, I I try and give a break. Um, some people like to run consecutive, and actually, Ison did before. He's like, uh, a league dies when uh, there's a when there's dead time when people get bored of it. And I was like, and eh, no, no. If you want regularity, if you want consistency. You just got to set a consistent schedule and you got to keep with it. And I think part of that consistent schedule is having a legitimate break. So oh, okay. not, not burning them out. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I thought the so playoffs. NBFL has two seasons a year. Okay. And they coincide with the start of the NFL season. And the second one coincides with what I refer to as the Dark Ages. And that's <laughs> the time after the Super Bowl when there's no NFL football. Oh, okay. I thought, for some reason, I thought the playoffs would continue for the month of December and then start in January, so... Nope. The <laughs> the way the way it works out um, for timing-wise, the number of uh, uh, 
games that we play in the playoffs. The playoffs happen in December, and the draft actually will start probably the 19th or 20th. People will draft through the new year. We'll have January to build and to recoup, and then after the Super Bowl, the new season will start in February. And then that season will run until June. Uh, I think the, yeah, so June will be the playoffs. July will be the draft and the build and the downtime for teams that don't need to build much. And then start again in August. Rinse, repeat. Okay. So um, if you're out there and you want, maybe you don't have a local league, you don't have friends to play, or you only have two tournaments you can go to a year, and you want to play and be active on Fumble, this league, I, you know. I, it might I, be I, full already. It might be full, we but what I, want, what I wanted to pass We're on. Full. Are you full already? I, I actually have to, uh, I, I have to admit, I, I tried to recruit you, Finley, to, <laughs> to uh, promote the league and to get people interested in the league because I saw part of my duties as commissioner ryan does the the draft and the logos and all of that jazz um and i do the schedule and recruitment and i was like how can i recruit so you went to the number one blood bowl podcast i went to the number one blood bowl podcast for the mbfl (laughs) i tried to hornswoggle somebody in there to talk about the league every once in a while especially like the five O drubbing that I gave you that one time, which was just uh-huh. a hoot. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. <laughs> anyway, anyways, so. as, as much as I hate fumble, I do kind of, I am kind of jealous of this. This would be fun to play in. What? All right, we're gonna mark him down so you can get him in the league, <laughs> no. and then I can we hear him. One. I still hate fumble. He can, you can you can hate fumble and still uh, be a, be a part of the league. But what, anybody can join uh, the college league, though. But, but what I was going to say is, is if you like an, a really interactive league, daily there is some email thread through Fumble with the league, and people are either BSing or they're talking strategy or they're just talking about. I mean, there's always activity. Is what I kind of wanted to get at in this league, and I don't really do it, but this league, you play a game. And you have five people watching you. And we have we have some people that were in the league that had to drop out that are still currently involved in some aspect of fluff that aren't coaching a franchise right now. That's yeah, awesome. well, there's somebody um, who will do like write ups and put them in the forums mm-hmm. about like this is I give this guy a B plus for his draft rating and stuff Jeez. like this. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, you have people watching. I don't know if I played a game at all this year with just me and my player because there was always somebody watching and we're all douchebags on fumble. So anytime somebody gets hurt, <laughs> you cheer, you do the cheer. And if Stomping it's, for it. If when the blodger falls down, right. you the stomp, 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 And if it's stomp. the good coach, the coach that should win, you boo everything he does. Boo. Exactly. And that's just part of the game. And there's always somebody watching. So this league is always interactive. Again, I hate I still hate the dice generator. It is what it is. I still gonna yeah, I'm gonna blame you know it for what, what you, it is. You hate the you hate the real dice in live not when, not when they when work. They go to shit for not it. when so. they work. <laughs> <laughs> not when they work. Yeah, when they when they work for you, you love them, or you just don't take into account the fact that yeah, you just we rolled, don't just talk about you it. know 
five sixes and fives. No, we don't talk about that at all. That's just that's skill. Yeah, that's skill. That, that should happen. <laughs> but if there is somebody out there that wants to get into a really active league, and you can put as much into this as you want, because there's people to give it right back. I guess now there's a waiting list for the league. It's a small waiting list, but yes, there is a waiting list. I mean, the only fact, the the reason that there is a waiting list is because um, we're actually getting to the point where people don't want to give up their franchise. I mean, for, for cry eye, Keggy McHill, man just lost his job, dropping out of his leagues. I was like, Keggy, do I got to replace you? And he's like, mm, no, MBFL I'm keeping. <laughs> I know that, that punk called me a, a quitter, and so bless his heart on Twitter. <laughs> like, I, I I love me my Keggy, and uh, and and he's staying in the league, and I'm I'm happy about it. I'm happy as a, a pig in shit. So, well, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I, people don't want to give it up. Are you coming back next? That's year? a good thing. What's that? Are you coming back next year? <sighs> Should we do this? You now? can't. You can't quit. You can't quit. Yeah. You don't want Why do you say that? You knew that you knew that the race you took was going to take 3 seasons. You're going to quit after 2? Are you trying to bully me? Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> It'll work. After the oh. last Here's the bad thing. I thought I was doing well in the league. I thought I had a maybe a small chance because I'm so used to our league that we play here at the house uh where if yeah. the, the division winner and usually the team right underneath them go to the playoffs. Okay. Uh-huh. This is like NFL. The division yeah. winner goes, and then the two wild cards, wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. So, like, half the season, I was thinking, as long as I finish second place in my division, <laughs> I'm going to go to the playoffs. And that was, like, a real goal for me, even though I thought it was kind of a higher goal than necessary. And the last couple of games, I was really, really pissed off. And probably if you <laughs> asked me two weeks ago, I definitely would say I quit. And... The other day I was looking at my team, and I'm kind of grown just like I do in our other league. I'm attached to the players. And if I decided to take off a season, I might not get those players back. And so you you have some fun players. You have some really, really, really fun players. And you can't can't let Stoney die. (laughs) Stoney has to continue on. No, Stoney's dead. He killed Stoney. I know, but he's a Nurgle Rotter now. He's still in the league. He came back as a Rotter. He's a Rotter. Oh, shoot. He's dead. Stoney's alive, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> sort of. I, I don't. I don't know if he'll make the final roster for. Uh, yes, I am going to come back. I'm going to gripe and piss and moan when somebody beats me, <laughs> and then I'm going to say I got lucky when I win. But <laughs> right now, I'm I'm single dad. I got things. I don't have much to do, so why not play at least one more season? So yes, I'm going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> with the stanks for one more season, I want to see if I can get a good draft pick to replace my Pestigore that got killed, and maybe we'll make something of it. And, and I'm actually really having fun with the ex- – I don't know if it's really an experiment, but I've decided to take tentacles on most of my guys. And it's <laughs> when that works, it is so much fun to listen to somebody bitch and moan about it. I remember I'll hearing t- – I'll tell you, it's frustrating as hell playing against it. <laughs> I remember more, it's-, it's more frustrating to play against the tentacles than it is to play against your foul appearance all over the place because I can outrun foul appearance. Right. But not if I'm tentacled. Yeah, Scott was comp- – like winged humans just giving me crap about taking tentacles, about how bad of a skill it is. Then he played him. He's like – 
He got stuck all game. <laughs> he hated it. It was so. He awesome. was yelling at me. <laughs> it was. It was pretty awesome. But tentacles seems like you either they all work one game, or they don't work at all. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's dice rolling games. So, but yes, I will be back. I can't give up some of those players. So you, you, yeah, yes, you suck Couldn't get me your and, stink on, and I'll probably do the same. It's it's pretty tough, but it. Yeah, I don't know. The fluff side of it is is fun. It it really is, and I like the the parody of the NFL teams because it reminds me of a lot of the second edition Blood Bowl. Yeah, it is fun times, and we got a bunch of we we have vastly eliminated the douches except for liquor. Well, (laughs) Um, but we keep him around anyway. Why don't you move me over to the other side? Because I was noticing why I finished like. (laughs) <laughs> I've finished really bad on, on what is it, the NFC. I would have probably made the playoffs in, <laughs> on the other side of the bracket because there were some teams that didn't even have a winning record that made the playoffs, I think. There are, there are ebbs and flows, <laughs> my boy. There are ebbs and flows. Well, so, awesome. This year the NFC ended up taking a lot of them, but it, – the the dice may say otherwise next year and next year the NFC might end up getting taken in the shorts and the AFC may end up having all winning records and well, well I would uh, I would like to request to play players that are like me who have only about a hundred fumble <laughs> games and not thousands <laughs> if if possible well then you don't want to move to the AFC because that's where Brasky is okay yeah that's right I dodged him. I think last year I played the Cleveland team one, and then he took over the Cleveland franchise right after it. I was like, thank God I didn't have to deal with the WMDs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the league is full, and we'll just wrap this up here. But the league is full, but if anybody wanted to get on the waiting list or play, play, play in the college, college right? league and wait wait for their turn in the, the big leagues, they that is one of you? the that's one of the places that I go to immediately when I don't have anybody on the waiting list. I take a look at who's uh, playing in the NCBB because they have players that they may have invested, and if they played you know three or four seasons, uh, they play four seasons and graduate a player, he goes into the draft, and they may want to uh, try and snag him. So, yeah, the NCBB doesn't limit its. Uh, it's coaches. It all, it, as many coaches as are interested will get into that league. Um, it's not run as, as uh, tight of a ship as the NBFL, but that's only because, you know, I only have 32 coaches. And so if somebody's not cutting it, they'll get replaced. Right. But, um, but it's a good gateway to eventually get up to the big leagues. It's a fabulous gateway. Okay. And and there's a, a good number of the coaches that are in the NBFL that are also in the NCBB. Awesome. Um, so if you're out there and you need a league and you only have maybe time for a fumble, you can only play at night because you got family and kids, this is the way to do it. Um, it's fun times. Uh, so uh, what's what's the college league again so people can NCBB. look at it? NCBB. And then our league is the NBFL. Correct. And if you wanted to get hold of Mr. Jeff Gallenbach, it's Jeffro, J-E-F-F-R-O, on uh, Fumble. Yep. Anything else you want to plug real quick? Side little boys? No. <laughs> wow. So you take the Penn State team, huh? 
<laughs> that's my little slurp cat shout out. Uh, that's great. Well, well, Jeff, you guys, you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Try to stay sober this year. Try not to touch Santa Claus. Not a chance. <laughs> All right, you have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to open another little one now. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Hmm? Oh, stupid tape. Okay, hold on. i got to cut this open. The... It's in your beard. Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, hey, Scott. Hey, Steve. Dean Lawson Tim here. Man, thanks for opening that box. Last time I shipped myself with a Do Not Open Until Christmas sticker. I almost ran out of beer and snacks. Anyways, I just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. Now, if you guys could kindly ship me back to Canada and pay the shipping, that'd be great. Anyways, thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Oh, T. Lawson Tim. Yeah, but we gotta send him back to Canada. No, we're not gonna send him back. He can come. He can play in our league. We're can... gonna teach him the ways of the fluff <laughs> and the random skills. Sorry, Tim. He can hang out with Johnny. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put him over in the corner. We'll have a tea party later. Ooh, tea party. That's right. After lunch, it's tea party. Nice. Ooh, I'm open one. Hey there, Scott and Steve. It's Mark Zuckerman, the voice of... Snob Costas. Marty Zug. Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Kermit the Frog here. And Miss Piggy, too. Hiya! Yogi Bear. And Jimmy Durante. Ah, cha 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 I got a headache. Okay, well, that one we're going to just go ahead and give back. I think he might be uh, kind of crazy. That's a lot of stuff. It sure is. I don't think he's really the voice of Zug, though. You don't? No, I have a sneaking suspicion that... Well, let's just do this real quick. Hold on. Okay. Is this thing on? <laughs> what the hell's going on, man? Mighty Zug here. Uh, the greatest, definitely, I would say debatable, but it ain't. It ain't greatest star player of all time. What is going on? Uh, happy to be here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bolt down. Wanted to bring me as a present under the tree. And, um, hell, I'm as big as the whole tree itself. So I don't even know how I fit down here. Logistics ain't working out is what I'm saying, Steve. Come on. You're supposed to be the smart one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There ain't a smart one. Uh, anyway, I'd love to be with you at an upcoming tournament or league. You can buy me. Okay. My price has been lower and every week. Black Friday sales still going on i want to be a part of your team remember mighty zug vote zug 2014 wait a minute uh year's almost over damn it <laughs> see i i was took that one earlier and it yelled at me for pretty loud so. oh did he well yeah. i can see zug doing that but there's yeah. there's many incarnations of zug so it could be it could be second edition it could be uh bald zug just standing there you know the, yeah. the one up until he came out of that box yeah he was the unreleased Zug. Oh, oh, boom. Oh, that's so lame. Okay. Okay, well. Now, why don't you open this last little one, and then it leaves us one big one and, like, two really special ones. Okay, but I got to go to the bathroom. Okay, just do one more. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, Scott and Steve of Both Down Podcast. This is Nate Ball. And Mike Vag. 
of the Bacon Wrap Skulls and Ones podcast, and I we just kind of hope you have a really happy holiday season and a wonderful new year. And take a long time to absolutely think about all what has happened this past year to you because we hope you make the resolution of becoming a better Blood Bowl team because we here at Bacon Wrap Skulls and Ones challenge you to a great epic contest in which we know we will beat you. Oh my gosh, is that almost like within the next year we will totally crush them in Blood Bowl on the pitch? It's kind of like exactly like that. Oh my gosh, that means there's only one way to prove that you have what it takes to take out the Beck and Rap Skulls and Ones on the East Coast is to... Challenge us to a game. Now, we understand that you guys are in the Midwest and we are on the East Coast, so maybe it should be... We don't understand anything. We, we really don't. But maybe there's an online game or something we can possibly play? I've heard of such a thing. Okay, until then... Happy holidays, have a great New Year's, and we will crush you within the year, either online or in person. Skulls for all of you. And ones. And, and bacon. They better give and us some bacon. bacon. I mean, the definitely's got to be... God, this present smells so much like bacon. I think our bacon is almost done. Okay, okay, well, all right. so, I got to go pee. I'll well, be right back. Hey. What, what? The challenge. Okay. Well, the, I, they I can play pee. us a chaos cup. Yeah, okay, guys, you guys are going to have to, like, get up off your couch and drive, like, to the middle of the United States and north <laughs> to Chaos Cove. That's where everything happens and all the good stuff, and you can buy me drinks, and you can I can smash random things into your alcohol containers as Pretty well. Pretty easily, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we can maybe play some Blood Bowl. But, uh, yeah, we'd love to accept your challenge when we can meet and I would prefer not to have this challenge on fumble yeah. or side. <laughs> okay, okay, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Okay, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Are you having a good Christmas so far, Steve? So far, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Would you like to open up something else? Do we have another big one? Uh, well, let's let me dig around here and hey, what about this one? This one has both our names on it. Ooh. Should I do the honors, or do you want to? No, go ahead. All right, let's see what this is. A lot of tape on this thing. <laughs> All right, let me get the top off here, and hey! Uh, I know I'm not a very big guy, but that is a tiny box. That's what <laughs> she said. No, wait, that's what you said. No, wait, that's no. what I said. Can I? Can I say that's what I said? That's what you said. Tiny boxes are great. How are you doing it, Sarge? <laughs> or as Scott would always say, Oklahoma City, Sarge. Well. We- we could call him Mike Tate by his real name, but yeah. then he would get mad, so I'm not going to do that. That's true. Expalfalog. <laughs> Even though I seriously doubt any of my students play Blood Bowl, because you just kind of outed me. <sighs> we'll have like get a out little of the beep. Out of, <laughs> Steve, Steve will work his wonders on oh, that. Oh. I, I don't know if I've ever added a beep. So we have a Sarge for Christmas. It's like our little tin soldier or something, right? Or, <laughs> yeah. or a nutcracker. We could put some nuts in his mouth. and I, Yeah, you go first. I can go first? Mm-hmm. No well, doubt. Well, let's see. Since we've talked with Jeffro already about an online league, mm-hmm. and we've talked with Extreme with a past league that he was played in and currently is playing in, yeah. I guess we could talk about our league. What's it called, Steve? The Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. The DBBL. That's right. So, Sarge. Yes, sir. Why don't you tell us some, something about the DBBL? Well, as your uh... what a great lead-in! <laughs> Just tell us something about it. No, uh, actually, I play in it. Can, can there I, we go. Can I pick the topic? 
Since sure. we have we've unwrapped him, yeah. Let's talk about the Isle of Corsica Pogos. Okay, that's Sarge's goblin team. Yes, but they're not goblins, but they are right. What? So why don't you just since this is a fluffy cast and we try to encourage people to name their players and to create backstories, why don't you give everybody a treat and tell them the backstory about the Isle of Port Corsica Pogos? All right, so. In my little uh, fantasy universe in my head, the Isle of Corsica is a dungeon prison, sort of an uh, old world Alcatraz, if you will, uh, where they send the absolute worst criminals to be executed away from the public eye where they can't do any more harm. However, the warden there, uh, he got a little greedy and he started to realize, you know, I got a whole lot of guys here who are uh, just absolutely bloodthirsty, vicious killers. I think I can start a Blood Bowl team with these guys. That's so, a good start to a team. Yeah, exactly. So he does, but uh, but he knows he can't just go out and put them out there. You know, the, the local royalty, barony, what have you, they're going to get upset that uh, these charges that he is supposed to be executing, he's instead paying. So in order to keep the team incognito... He puts clown makeup on every single one of them. <laughs> uh, they are the Isle of Corsica Pogos, or uh, ICP for short. Um, and they just go out there and demolish everything. Their fan base is largely made up of their victims' families, uh, who of course don't know who's playing, because they all play covered in clown makeup and goofy clown costumes and with uh, goofy clown names goofy clown names bobo coco coco with a k ho 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 <laughs> i remember ho ho remember him on channel 5 oh yeah ho ho the clown yeah that's mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's a local tv clown yeah he had a sock pup that, that he talked to mhm anyways <laughs> And, of course, this is Sarge's second name for the team because I believe I strongly railed against the Juggalos. Yes, the Georgetown <laughs> Juggalos was my original concept name. And, I forgot about that. Yeah, and, I was like, uh, I don't want to uh, play I was promptly vetoed, so I came up with the slightly more creative Isle of Course Capogos. Hmm. And who are your trolls? Uh, my trolls are currently the Great Malenko and Jake Jekyll. Um, it started out as Jake and Jack Jekyll, but Jack died. Yeah. So do you have a sub for when uh, the other one dies? Yes. After the other one dies, I will go to their the uh, musicians, if you want to call them that, uh, <laughs> real names, uh, or at least their stage names, Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. Uh, <laughs> I, I should specify for your listeners, I am not a juggalo. No. Uh, I do. He lies. He has a face tattoo, and he'll cut off his nipple for five bucks. Again. Yes. I uh, Right. I actually do enjoy some of their songs. Um, and Sarge is actually the one who convinced me. I know Johnny's talked about them, but Sarge is like, no, actually, their first album's really pretty good. Yeah, uh, Great like, Malenko yeah. is a good album. That's not their, uh, and is that is. their first? I don't know if it's their first Well, album, it's their first main... Main label one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I did there listen was a to that and I actually right liked it. That were actually pretty good. Yeah, it's a good I mean, album. If you feel like, you know, like, hating everybody and wanting to kill them and chop them up and, like they're zombies. That was, that was more like stage psycho stuff than 
just real stupid. I'm crazy going chicken stuff. hunting. It is. It's very good angry music, though. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when I'm just like really pissed off, I plug that album in, crank it, and just scream at the top of my lungs. Give yourself a face tattoo <laughs> and find a nipple to cut off. Exactly for five bucks or yeah. less. I usually go to I usually go to a pretty hate machine. Yeah, that works. Well, and then yeah, you followed up with some nice Michael Bolton. Have yourself a shame cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, that, that's after his shame and whack off. <laughs> it's every whack off. Tiani. Master he, of the pan flute. Yeah, he's the master of the pan flute. <laughs> of course he is. Steve's the master of the skin flute. Ah, nice. Woo. All right, so... so I know this is a audio oh, program, but visually the team is also very striking because... Yeah, that's what I was... Yes. Okay, you I, went out and got... Models from pretty much everywhere. I did. I uh, I went to, uh, I, I guess I've got, I'm going to do a little plug here. I went to War Store, uh, which is an online store that sells miniatures. Is that is that the same thing as Neil's War Store, or is that different? I believe it is. Okay. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a few years since I've been there. I, I seem to recall it actually being called Neil's War Store. but I'm, I, I think, think their the, website is just War yeah, Store, but the like their little logos is like Neil's War Store yeah. or something. So. Uh, so I went there, and I spent, I'm going to say a good solid two to three hours browsing every single miniature on that site. And, I mean, oh, my God, Once you, I, the Reaper section alone probably took me an hour and a half to get through because there's a lot of Reaper miniatures. And, of course, this was years ago. Before this was years ago. You know, Bones and everything else has come out. And so yeah. like, dang. Um, so, I mean, they just had an awesome selection. Uh, so I just spent hours just perusing the site. And uh, anytime I saw something, I thought, you know what? I think with the proper paint job, that could look like a clown. I added it to my cart. Um, and I ended up coming up with 15 models like that. Now, of course, I needed 16 for a full team. So I went back and took one of my alternates that was like, eh, all right. Um, and to be fair, that one actually was already a clown model. Uh, that's why he didn't make the cut, because I wanted it to be creative. I wanted it to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the one who made them clowns, but... Is that the one with the giant lollipop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> I painted him, and that's uh, that gets me to my paint jobs. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of this, but there is a Clown Hall of Fame. Hmm. Uh, and whenever you graduate from clown school, you are required to come up with your own face paint job. And you paint that face on an egg and send it to the Clown Hall of Fame, and they put it on a wall, and it is trademarked. Oh, wow. You are the only one who is allowed to use that exact face paint uh, scheme, I guess. Um, So I wanted to keep that, so I went through, and every single one of my 16 uh, pogos have the face paint of a real clown. I actually went through and emulated each one. And the model that was already a clown uh, is painted to resemble Homie D Clown from <laughs> In Living Color. And so he had a, he has a giant lollipop, and I, I painted him with the, the pink and yellow garb mm-hmm. and uh, Damon Wayne's face paint job, and I painted a little black <laughs> is, is power a, fist on the lollipop. I love the fact. Damon Wayne's paint job. Is that a nice way to say African-American? No, it, Damon Wayne's played Homie D Clown. No. I wasn't being racist. <laughs> Doesn't he have black skin, though? The model? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're saying, like, the you mean the actual face paint? Right, I mean the I actual, yeah, the, the actual face paint. Was that, that in the Hall of Fame? 
Uh, it probably isn't. Okay. Um, and I'm sure a couple I didn't know of, if it was a celebrity thing or not, because that was a pretty funny gimmick for a long time. Yeah, it was. And, and I honestly don't know. I, I also, another one that I doubt is probably actually in the Hall of Fame, but that I used was uh, Sid Haig's character from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Um, I borrowed his face paint job for one of the models, too. You didn't do any Ted Bundy stuff or anything like that? No, no Ted Bundy. Thank God. You mean John Wayne Gacy? Or, yeah, I'm sorry. But, yeah. Hey, me <laughs> No, he gave, he gave one of them a cast and a small VW Beetle. I, uh, my initial concept was I was going to use uh, ICP's face paint jobs on the trolls. Uh, however, they were actually, they change it up. I, like when I was looking for images online, I they have numerous face paint jobs. And I was like, oh. Well, at this point, that that's just kind of out the window because I'm not going to repaint them for every game. Right. Although that would be dedication. Yeah. That would be true dedication. This kind of makes me want to do a Daft Punk goblin team and have like my two Daft Punk guys with changing helmets and then just like ravers underneath. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Do it. No. Do it. No. <laughs> I can't paint that well. So Sarge does a great job painting, so yes, he can do that. He's painted, I think, oh, maybe one of everybody's team in our league, almost. Or at least half the guys, right? You painted one for, for me. For a while, so, yeah. yeah. Painted one of mine. You painted one of Brock's, which I bought when he got out of the league, and now he's back in. One of Brian's, didn't you? Yes. One of Steve's. Two of Brian's. Mm-hmm. One, at least one of Steve's. Yeah, he did the Giants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you painted quite a bit of our stuff. You painted a couple of my teams, actually, so... And then he lost his workspace. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had a, a child born, and we had to turn the dining what? slash paint room into a nursery. Well, speaking of childs, children. Dun, dun, dun. I guess it's children, right? Yeah, hopefully. I heard that you have had sex. It's a true story. Yay. And you're expecting another child. That we are. That is awesome. Thank you. I've been waiting for somebody to get pregnant so I can do another critter bowl. <laughs> Scott didn't care. He's just like, we're doing it. I don't care. If someone gets pregnant or not, we're doing it. <laughs> Steve was like, you can't do it. If this is a, a baby shower thing, we got to. We'll give that. money to charity. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was going to happen either way, kind of. But uh, well, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm I managed glad... to get pregnant before you went out and just started assaulting random people with a turkey baster. <laughs> oh, wait, you got pregnant? This changes everything. Well, my wife. Oh, yes. okay. Oh. Damn. I'm glad you didn't pull out, so we have a tournament coming up. <laughs> so what that means for everybody out there is Critter Bowl 4 is in effect for January. Yay. Yay. And it's actually only our third one that's been run. That's right. This tournament, actually, I don't know if you knew this, Sarge, um, by popular request, I guess you could say, uh, the guys up in Indiana who listen to the podcast and friends of the podcast. Um, Extreme, his, who his, was just on. Okay. Yeah. His brother was uh, knocked. He had sex, too. And uh, his wife became pregnant. So he asked if he could do Critter Bowl 3. Or he actually said, can we do a Critter Bowl up here? And I was like, only if you name it, like, in consecutive order. So we can kind of keep this tradition that this thing is like a baby shower blood bowl tournament. Mm-hmm. So... That is very awesome. So he, they did change the rules a little bit. You know, they only played with the same ball um, for everybody each round and stuff because ah, you know, blasphemy. Those guys can't. <laughs> no, those guys up north, they're like hardcore tournament guys, so they they can't handle like weird random stuff. They couldn't handle random skills. They couldn't, you know, changing weather. 
Oh, they couldn't handle like our changing weather tables. I mean, it's a real challenge if any of those guys had the guts to come down to Oklahoma Bowl and play in a real tournament like that, or yep. Critter Bowl, or yeah, Nuffleween or whatever. So, so shall we talk about some Critter Bowl? Sure. Okay. So it's going to be on the twenty fourth of January. Uh, this is a, it's a baby shower. We're going to. I mean, Steve's going to buy pizza for everybody. We're going to just play the tournament, and when everybody gets hungry, we're going to order pizza just like we have before. Stop in the middle of the tournament, eat, hang out, you know, all the cool stuff. Usually this tournament actually runs really smooth. Yeah. And a lot quicker than most tournaments because we just stop to eat and keep on playing. Um, and then it, we shower with babies. Yes. We, we do shower with babies. Technically baby's blood. It's okay. hard to do the whole baby. Well, kind of. Yeah, if you want to do a baby, you can do a baby. Throw a whole bunch of them up in the air. Make it rain. <laughs> Make I'm making it rain. God. That's a funny visual. <laughs> uh, injury fee is. So you think of all the dead babies on the ground? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I think of them like cartoon characters, so they don't. Right, die. They just bounce. Right. <laughs> exactly. True. True. Uh, entry fee is twenty dollars, or if somebody wants to donate more, uh, all, all the money for the tournament is going to go to your Directly family. To Sarge. So, uh, man. Actually, I think last time it went to Amazon because we bought something for Brian. Was Brian last time? It was Brian last time yeah. down here. So yeah, we got him a credit. Regardless, uh, yep. I think the first year we did it on a gift card, didn't we? Or did we give you cash? I'm pretty sure it was a gift card. Yeah, I think it was too. So. Something like that. Anyways, the family gets it, you know, because they're going to have to buy a billion diapers because babies just crap all the time. <laughs> and when they don't crap, they pee about seventy five times, and then. And they tried cloth diapers, didn't you? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> against every piece of advice I gave my wife, yes, we tried cloth diapers. That lasted, like, three days. <laughs> Man, she's not a good hippie uh, if she can't make it more than a, three days. <laughs> Did you have to fling the turds off first and then uh, throw them in the washer? Or? You know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I never used a one. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's probably largely my fault that... Uh, that experiment failed so miserably because I just kind of refused to play. So you sabotaged it. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with uh, Critter Bowl, um, it is a tournament where with every kickoff, there is a kickoff table. Not necessarily a kickoff table, but a ball that will be used. And each ball is pretty much um, themed off a critter itself. Um, so that kind of gives us some crazy chaos amongst the games we um, actually had a whole episode devoted to this and we talked about the balls and people sent in suggestions for new balls that's right and what i did was is i know way back when when we did that i was like i'll probably use all of these well i decided to just use eight of them i used two of the plain balls just so we could have some you know random Norm normalcy, normalcy. <laughs> yeah and then i asked sarge since he's played in both of them i was like okay which one which balls do you like the best and he's like i like these two balls the best so well, of course i picked so. the most chaotic because <laughs> chaos is fun uh to those who have whined about the uh, weather table and stuff i've uh, scaled back the weather table it's just like a normal weather table so we can still have the crazy one at oklahoma bowl so there you go so I think there's a few people down in Texas that, you know, I don't like the crazy weather. I don't it like is the annoying, stacking. but you, it, it you know it going in, so. So what we have uh, going into Critter Bowl 4, we have the Scarab Ball. That's where the ball, every time it hits the ground, it's going to, you know, go D8. It's going to scatter just like, um, but move like D6 spaces. So mm -hmm. it, it moves around the pitch. 
Uh, we have the baby purple worm ball. That's the ball that will split into two. So it can uh, actually have two balls in the field. We have an old one's uh, crystal skull ball. This is the one that uh, bestows leap upon um, the car- ball carrier. That's successful no matter what your agility is. You have eight agility or one, but you're going to be successful on a three or better. And it also curses you if you already have leap and take that away. So <laughs> it's it also a, uh, makes you immortal if you find a refrigerator just lying around the pitch. Exactly. Yes, very true. You can climb in that and then you can do anything you want. Yeah. But uh, to be fair, the curse of that is you have Shia LaBeouf as a son. Mm, oh, that'd be yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. He had to be so disappointed. Like, really? You? Yeah. No, to be fair, he got raped. So. Well, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, Yeah, rape joke. We also are using the flying squirrel ball. That's the one that's going to glide through the air a little bit easier. Uh, Dead pig ball, which is nothing but a dead pig. It's leather ball. Uh, Vampire bat ball. This bat is going to uh, give the the ball carrier bloodlust. This should be interesting. Uh, (laughs) Ginger badger ball. This is the one where the little creature can get hot. And you could actually heat up and you could drop it every time you move. Um, we also have the morgue plush doll ball, which is just a normal ball, but it looks like a like teddy bear morgue. And then we have the dragon egg ball, which is like um, a terrible, terrible. This is all Sarge's fault. <laughs> Every time the one. ball hits the ground, uh, it will. It's like a fireball happens right there in that square, and mm-hmm. it's really awful. So chaos, baby, chaos. And then uh, I added this one in there. Um, I removed the uh, squig ball. And I don't even know if Sarge knows this, about this ball, but uh, he has a, a dog that watches uh, the Washington Redskins games with him all the time, and they hold birthday parties for this dog. Is that correct? That is correct. Although, to be fair, it has actually been uh, a couple of years. That kind of fell to the wayside when uh, the baby came. The first out. critter came by. Yeah. <laughs> but Agatha was really you and your wife's first baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we have Agatha the dog ball. Uh, this dog, or ball, is rather heavy. For any any picking up, throwing, catching, or intercept attempts, the player must use their strength instead of their AG. This ball, when kicked, scatters as if the kick skill was used. So nice. it's never going to move that much. But I thought that would be kind of themey. Yeah, she is fat and lazy. I don't know if she's lazy. I know she's fat. Yeah. That, that dog likes to eat. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the balls we're going to have at this year's Critter Bowl. Cool. So um, we, in the past, I know a lot of people from all over the world has donated to this cause, and we really appreciate that. So uh, maybe we'll get a good uh, turnout once And again. where would they do that? Oh, great idea. Let me see if I can find that. Why don't you guys yammer for a second? Why are you even looking at your notes? It's bothdown.com slash critical. Then why didn't you just say that? Uh, it's called back and forth. I was letting you have the Oh, proof. Okay. I, I seem to talk a lot, so I was going to yeah. let you have some time to talk. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. I talk enough. You can also go to uh, com. There's a link up in the corner in the menu, and you can hit Critter Bowl there. And if you wanted to donate, you could just hit the PayPal button and send 20 bucks or whatever. And um, Or you can come to the tournament, which was what we would like. This tournament actually has a, um, at least when it's being held in Oklahoma, has a history of uh, high elves winning. Does it? Yeah, um, first year I won it with High Elves. Okay, Second yes. year Brad won it with High Elves. Hmm. Brad Wells from yeah. Houston. I think, a, and I'm not 100% sure on this, either an Undead or Dwarf team won when it was held up in Indiana. I could be wrong on that. Okay. It was not High Elves, I know that for sure. Yeah, because I'm sure no one played High Elves. 
Who probably, plays high elves? Probably not. Uh, so this year, bring your high elves. Let's see if we can get three out of four, I guess. Um, build total is uh, 1.2 million gold pieces, and it's all in the rules there. You can also take more than one skill on a player. and It's it's pretty much the exact same rules from years past, so nothing's changed if you've been to Critter Bowl. Yeah. So what do you plan on bringing, Steve? I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I never do. I don't think Do you have any advanced. clue? You know, I'm I'm torn. Uh, it'll either be the Pogos or the Launch Duel Leopards, my Nurgle team. Uh, another team that this guy, <laughs> when this guy goes and paints a team or creates a new team, he goes and finds unique models. He he just doesn't want to go to GW site and get normal models. Or not that he could anymore. Well, not that he could anymore. <laughs> Was that the thing you just didn't want to do? Because back when we started playing, you had the option of getting. Well, he has the pro elves. Yeah, I have the pro L's, but that's only because I couldn't find anything I liked better. No, that is because uh, I come from both 40k and Warhammer Fantasy, and I always made it a point to use as few official real models as possible. I just really enjoy the modding and painting. Right, your Nurgle team also. I think you found all your Nurgle warriors look they're like larger than life, big, and they're creepy looking, almost like Cenobites, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or something like that. And then all your uh, pestigors and stuff are, are really awesome. Looking. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what models those are, but they're really neat. And then you took what uh, normal humans or uh, some type no, of thing to uh, make your uh, just plain rotters? My rotters are Warhammer Fantasy zombies with 40k Space Marine shoulder pads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And one of them looks like Clark Kent. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Remember the spit curl? No. Oh. Just like a total emaciated guy with a jet black hair and a spit curl. I remember the the chick rotter on your team. Yeah, I, I don't remember what her name was. Uh, Annie Rexic. Oh, it was okay. I was gonna say yeah, they're all name. named after the garbage pill kids. Yes, yeah, I get. So, see, that's where you guys out there who want to name things off of like a theme, you can convert everything else around it. Then, and that's the what you uh, do. the big guys were named after diseases. diseases. The big guys yeah. are diseases. Yes. Yeah. What were the pestigors named after? Uh, the pestigors are also diseases. The big guys are like diseases that are split into two names, like Lupus uh, right. or uh, Gano the Clap Rhea. Um, the pestigors are one word: Ebola, anthrax, mm-hmm. things like that. Nice. So we've been fending off Ebola for a long time. Yes. <laughs> we kind of have. That's so dumb. We we faced Ebola, and sometimes we've won, and yeah. sometimes we haven't. Oh, right. you've usually won. The lepers have yeah. a terrible record. Come on now. No, they're pretty crappy. Yeah, they they won back, uh, back of the pack like the last season. I understand it. that, but they've also won the NIT. That's true, they did. So you have won some tournaments with them. They can get streaky. That's true. They're always close, though. That's That team is really rough because, yes, I can usually beat them, but I, I hate facing them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, another thing about the leopards that just came to mind that I should have mentioned earlier, because I personally love this. I know I'm tooting my own horn here. Uh, my Beast of Nurgle, uh, his name is Alzheimer's. Yes. Uh, and every time he dies, I buy a new Beast of Nurgle and name him Alzheimer's, because in my own twisted logic, he just forgets that he's supposed to be dead. <laughs> I'm back, guys. Ready to go. Uh, Al, you died three weeks ago. Has he ever died? Yeah. Once, yeah, he has died once. Yeah, and he Jeez. came back. I didn't change the name at all. No Alzheimer's the second or anything like that. Just same name. <laughs> he just forgot onset. his skills. 
That's <laughs> awesome. I have a Nurgle hey. team on Fumble. And I know we already talked about this with mm-hmm. Jeffro, but Sarge wasn't here during the interview. But yeah, they're really fun. and uh, They really are. I've, I, I I've only played them skills. once. I get to pick skills, so it's a little bit different than what you're dealing with in our league. Right. Of random skills, but let me tell you something. Having a whole team of uh, tentacle guys, you need to try that for a tournament. <laughs> it's so frustrating. At Rock Cup, that's what won me it. Well, got me second place anyways. The tentacles on playing against Brad's human team, I think. And he had two human catchers, and I just broke away with the big guy. Went for it twice and tied him up. I'm like... I'll get at least one turn where they have to try, you know, foul appearance or tentacles. You know, either way. And they failed foul appearance, couldn't block me away. Failed tentacles, couldn't move. So moved up. Next turn, same thing. Moved up. Next turn, same thing. Hit him on the sidelines. It's like, yes. Yeah, when, all that, when those guys work, <laughs> they work really well. But He was so frustrated. They, yeah. Well, great. I hope, uh, I hope we have a good turnout for Critical this year and hope uh, everybody who can can donate and or if you want to send prizes because we don't critter bowl is uh one of those since it's we a don't fundraiser do, tournament yeah. we just do uh certificates mm-hmm. is what we do and um no trophies because normally those cost a lot of money yeah so well, we just decent amount anyways well right so yeah we want all the money to go to the family and uh, to buy diapers for the baby to poop in so. mm-hmm. or you know if sarge <laughs> wants to wear him and poop in him he can too oh i do do you no. It just depends. <laughs> oh, it just depends. Great joke. You know, uh, Drew's going to like that. Oh, he will, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to say to this is worldwide now? You're like a celebrity. Nice. And you, and you teach college at where? <laughs> see, see, I threw that off. Uh, I'm yeah. saving what I messed That's up right. earlier. You teach college somewhere, right? Sure. Truth and Consequences University. Okay. In right. New Mexico? Nope, that's the trick. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I'm going to go with my, just just a hint for anybody out there who wants to metagame. I'm going to be playing some type of an elf team for Critter Bowl, because I've done that. But not high elf. Not high elves and not pro elves. So it's either going to be wood elves or dark elves. I haven't decided yet. Well, it's going to be dark elves. Because <laughs> I don't have my wood elf team painted? No, because you don't want to get the lose your leap skill. I'm not worried about that one ball. I know, but that doesn't scare me. Okay, I mean, War Dancer is pretty awesome. <laughs> then take your War Dancers, and you're going to get that every single game. <laughs> I might. All right. Well, I guess this is going to wrap up this segment. We appreciate you coming on here, Thanks and for um, me. since we own you now as a Christmas present, um, I'm just going to hand you off and let my daughters put makeup on you and fix your hair. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll be back after this. Ooh, well. That's all the big presents. Now we've got these two little stragglers left. Uh, now we've got one that's really nicely wrapped, and then this one for you that's kind of like it. Oh, really? Just a brown paper bag, I think. A paper bag, and yeah. I'm supposed to. It, I don't, you know, why can't people wrap stuff? I, I don't like. I'm not into this gift bag things. It's not a gift. That's not a gift. That's a. Okay, just open it up. Oh, okay. Ah, thank you. Uh, yes, I believe I'm ready to begin now. Everybody listen. Put your motherfucking listening ears on. Oh, so I'm going to redo that. Okay. I don't know why it stuttered. You want me to get like a nope, paper bag? we're good. You're just going to play it? Ah, thank you. 
uh, yes, I believe I'm ready to begin now. Everybody listen, put your motherfucking listening ears on. It was the night before the Binsky Christmas when all through the trailer, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, I mean, mouse ailer. It, it rhymes. The stockings were hung like my dick by the chimney with care. Hopes you think dick will soon be there. Children all naked are snug in your beds while vision of sugar plums stands in the motherfucking heads. Mama's in the uh, Kirchhoff, that stands Kirchhoff, and I in my caps. I just sat on for a long winter's nap. That is all the lyrics or whatever the fuck I have found. I have now been unfortunately distracted by all of the nudity on the internet, so I will bid you a motherfucking do. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from Zelia. What up, son? <laughs> oh, now you understand. Dumb. That was a liquor bag. <sighs> that's why we held a forty. Uh, but it smells like piss. No, that's four loco. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> same difference, but yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Maybe this uh, this other one over here will be a lot better. What? This is the final gift, and it better be good because. Well, I'm gonna. I don't want to end on that. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to let you do the honors, so oh, okay. I'll let you do that. Okay, don't save the paper, just rip it's it. It's nice. It's gold. Hi, guys. It's me, Siggy. I got a song for you. When you won't shut up about Magic the Gathering, when the star of your team is named Blitzer number three, when you're using dwarf models but you're playing as Norse, when your team name sounds like it's a racehorse, well, Steve don't care. Ginger Badgers don't care. Scott don't care. Ginger Badgers don't care. Don't cut down a fluffy red hair. If it's not on their head, it's in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sigmund Lamar, how wow. I love you. That is the best Christmas present I've ever gotten. I'm definitely claiming that. <laughs> I think we might just have to frame that and put it on the wall. Yeah, we're going to. That's a new doorbell. <laughs> People just ring the doorbell. Ginger badges don't care. Oh, boy. That is a great way to end it. That is really awesome. I, you know. We're so blessed to have not such nice friends. <laughs> we really are. And um, I'd just like to wish everybody out there a, a very Merry Christmas, uh, safe holiday travels, and, you know, look around and see how blessed you are. Absolutely. We may make fun of it at times, but, you know, if it wasn't for you, life would be a lot less special. <laughs> and if it wasn't for me, then I wouldn't know what life is. Because I would be... <laughs> You'd be dead. I'd, I'd just be dead, I think. You'd be in the red box. Oh, yes, the red box. The red box. Again, I was thinking at McDonald's to rent a movie. <laughs> I didn't know why you were going to put me there after I die, but okay. Yeah, I might do that. I do love movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, just thank you, everybody, for the great year. Uh, we've kind of actually been through a lot on this podcast throughout the years, through tornadoes and divorces and all that other junk and Everything gets magnified at this time of year, but mm -hmm. um, everything's doing great in the land of the gingers, and um, at least I think so. I, I think mean, so, yeah. So uh, we're very happy, and uh, here's to another 
many, many years of uh, preaching the fluff, brother. Mazel tov. Is that a... Happy Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Isn't that like a Maltel cocktail? Wow, way to, way to be really racist. Racist? Why is that racist? Uh, you're, you're mocking a culture now. No, I'm not. Mary, oh, happy wow. Mazel tov. There you go. All right. Okay. Happy Kwanzaa. I'm going back to bed. All right. I guess uh, guess I am too. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by couchpirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. Okay, Scott. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? Mm, I guess so. You guess so? Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Well, what'd you want? You know, that thing I asked for that I get my eyes shot out. Mm. Did you check everywhere? Yeah. Did you check behind the couch? Mm, yeah, I think so. Did you check beside the couch, since we don't really have anything behind the couch? Mm, no. Pull it out. What's there? Hold on. What's this? I really can't stay. Maybe it's cold outside. I gotta go away. Maybe it's cold outside. This evening has been. Been hoping that you drop so in. Very nice. I'll hold your hands, they're like ice. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace roll. So, really, I'd better scurry. Well, maybe just half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think. Maybe it's bad out there. Say what's in this dream No caps to be had out there I wish I knew how Your eyes are like starlight now To break the spell I'll take your hat and your hair looks swell I have to say no, no, no Mind so if I move in closer? At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay Maybe it's cold out there Baby, Maybe it's cold, cold outside, outside. Zara. I simply must go. Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. It's cold outside. The welcome has been. How lucky you dropped so in. So nice and Look, warm. the window at the storm. My sister will be suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette more. Never heard such a blizzard before. I gotta get home. But baby, you freeze out there. Say, lend me your comb. It's up to your knees out there. 
You've really been grand. Thrill when you touch my hand. But don't you see? How can you do this to me? There's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of the long life sorrow. At least there'll be plenty implied. If you get caught pneumonia and die. I really can't stay. Get over that old doubt. Baby, Baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. Baby, it's cold. I don't, I don't understand what part of no you're not understanding here, Mort. Come on, I'm Morg, the greatest organ blocker ever. Give me some of that tushy. Back up or I will stake your ass. No, no, no. Oh! Ah! Warned you. <laughs>